0: No we do not recommend that actually, Chris. No, we oh, do not yeah, recommend that. I can't that. say that. <laughs> Liability wise, we do not recommend <laughs> that you be licking spiders' bellies. Yes.
1: Bro, what are you drinking?
0: <laughs> I figured you were gonna judge this dude. Um, remember that wine I had you try? That blueberry, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so I took the uh, the tiny bit that was left of that, and I poured it into my Derringer. Or no, this oh. is the Spiced. Yeah, I have the Breckenridge Spiced Whiskey. So hey, welcome everybody. This is Chris. This is a good friend of mine, and actually my old boss. It's funny, in the first podcast, which I don't know if you've got to listen to yet, but with Nick, I talked about how... Now I know how awkward it was for me to tell everybody, this is my boss, every time we went out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It can get really awkward really quick.
0: Well, it wasn't awkward for me, and maybe not for them, but definitely for you. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So now everywhere we go, Nick's like, yeah, this is Mitchell. This is my boss. And I'm like, oh, man. I don't know why it's so awkward. I don't know what it is.
1: I don't either. But it definitely uh it it's definitely awkward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it for sure is. So <laughs> either way. Um, no that wine we try. So obviously so Chris, you know a lot about whiskey and stuff and bourbon and all that. You're on the same page as me and a lot of buddies. And actually matter of fact, a little bit further ahead than me. Um, but maybe not quite as far as Spencer, who we'll have on the get on the show a little later. That's Pupper Runner.
1: Yeah, I've seen his collection.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty I'm excited to talk to him about that on the show. I've talked to him about it in person. He threw me some bottles to try out. Mm. Some some samples at least, I should say.
1: I mean, I I think my collection's pretty impressive, but uh it's got nothing compared to Puppet Runner.
0: Yeah. His is pretty amazing. And he sold a lot of them recently too, so.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to him and see if he can <laughs> snag me anything.
0: Yeah. No, he- he's got heads some Heads up Puppet Runner,
1: I'm uh, I'm going to send you a DM here soon.
0: Yeah, as a matter of fact, there's a local whiskey uh or well, a local liquor store here that he has a good connection with down here towards me that um we might be talking to you guys about here soon, but they've got some some amazing stuff. So, he used to get his stuff from there. Now he goes somewhere local to him. He's further up north now, but yeah, so my whiskey looks red because I mixed in some uh some wine. From I had to try the only wine that I've actually ever tried that I like. It's a blueberry something or another from Stella something or another. Yeah, Stella
1: <laughs> Stella Rosa. Stella Rosa, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it's a blueberry wine from Stella Rosa. Um. Yeah, some of you guys, some of my buddies, know where I where I learned about that wine from, and it's uh, it's actually a really good wine. So it's mm. the only wine I've ever tried that I actually like. I hate most wines i'm i'm
1: with you on that front yeah i'm not much of a wine guy
0: yeah and i was only recently well i've i've always been a whiskey guy when it comes to liquor but only recently i started to be able to drink it straight or on the rocks or whatever yeah and as you see my entire ice tray is made up of what ice balls man yeah
1: i i couldn't believe it i being the the bourbon connoisseur that i am or that I at least consider myself.
0: You got excited?
1: Uh, yeah, I opened up the freezer, and there's six or seven ice balls in there. I, there don't have, I don't have any in my there, freezer.
0: There's actually more than that. So I turned off my ice maker, <laughs> and I only make ice out of ice balls. And thank you, Todd, by the way. Thanks, brother, for that. He gave me my first ice ball tray. It's one. It's like a plastic thing with a little silicone lid or whatever yeah. you push down on it. And since then, I've bought a few more. And so... At any given moment, I'm making four or five ice balls at a time, and then I dump all of them twice a day, pretty much. And so, right now, there's probably about 15 ice balls in there, and then probably about five ice cubes, like the traditional shaped, like whatever half moon. Yeah. Cubes.
1: I think the only time I use ice is uh, when I'm drinking bourbon.
0: Uh, And also, (laughs) I don't don't put ice in my juice. This in me either, dude. I know people who put ice in their milk. All right, uh, dude. If it wasn't for cheese, I'd be locked lactose intolerant. I don't drink milk anymore.
1: Oh, I totally agree.
0: Yeah, because also some people don't, and I didn't realize this until like two years ago. You will become lactose intolerant if you stop consuming dairy for even like a six month period of time.
1: I did not know that.
0: Someone that we know became lactose intolerant because when she was in college. She stopped consuming dairy altogether on some diet for being an athlete, uh, a D one athlete, and so she became lactose intolerant.
1: So the moral of the story that I'm
0: hearing is Eat cheese. Eat cheese. Yeah. Or drink milk.
1: Or either. Yeah. Yeah but cheese is more enjoyable. Absolutely
0: than milk. it is. How was that cheese tonight?
1: Oh man, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think that torch melted it quick enough. No. But
0: uh, well, But I, it was good. Yeah. I got all fancy. I ended up, uh, I ended up throwing it in the microwave, though.
1: Well, yeah, but we didn't need to tell that to everybody. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I think I need a propane torch, and I have one in the garage, but the butane wasn't doing it; oh, wasn't can, cutting it. I can
1: sell you propane if you need it. Yeah, I know you can't, kiddo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, man, we are already off topic. So I started. Oh yes, so a lot of whiskey is uh, made, or well, aged aged in wine barrels right and so for me or well not a lot but some of it specific when it's meant to be i guess yeah, yeah. um so like breckenwich has a port cask you know yeah whiskey and it's good i love it actually and i'm at the point where i can tell the difference in taste because when you first start drinking you sure can't tell the difference <laughs> <laughs> you really can't um so i really i took the extra that's one my my yeah why my whiskey looks red i took the extra wine from that blueberry wine and poured it into my breckenridge spiced whiskey which is my favorite whiskey i bought multiple cases of it before i give it away like
1: you know it's it's good it is a little sweet for me though
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm,
1: I'm a bit more of a purist you're more of a goodist
0: yeah yeah no <laughs> i've told you that multiple times yeah look at you copying me over here yeah i at the end of the day i really don't care about you know the purest of whether or not i'm whisking you know, mixing whiskeys and bourbons together or you know adding a little like pouring whiskey into a glass that wine was previously in or whatever it is i'm i'm the goodest man if it tastes good i'm i'm drinking it just Mm -hmm. like you're a you're on that seafood diet, right? That's what you I told me. I am on that seafood diet. <laughs> you seafood,
1: you see eat it. Food, I eat it. <laughs> exactly, yep. man. Yep. Yeah. So, doctor told me I had to lose ten pounds in three months, though.
0: Hey, that's not bad. I've lost twenty pounds in the past month and a half.
1: Yeah, I know, but
0: stress will do that to you. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that. I'm on that goodest diet. I'm drinking whiskey. No, I'm <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we have like a whole question bank here, man.
1: We do, and we haven't touched on one topic yet.
0: Yeah. So you were before we get to those topics and that and all that. Um, I guess it is the first thing, you know, who you are. So you were previously my boss. Yeah. I moved out to Colorado, almost exact, a little over a month removed from two years ago. Yeah. So we talked for the first time, probably two years and two months ago, two yep. years and three months ago, maybe. Yep. And I, uh, I gave you a call and we talked about, you remember what we talked about?
1: Uh, well, you know, we talked, uh, obviously about some work stuff and then started getting into hobbies and, yeah. and things like that and, uh, found out you had a Tacoma. And yep. I did too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was definitely the key there. Is we quickly found out that both of us had Tacomas. Both of us were into off roading, outdoorsy stuff and stuff like that. So we hit it off pretty quick.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so although you were my boss, you were also uh quickly became a pretty good friend. So
1: Well, uh, what what was it? The first weekend you were out here, we yeah. uh, we went and it uh,
0: <laughs> Shout out to Sean. Cedar Mountain Road? Yeah, we went to Cedar Mountain Road. Yeah. You remember dude, I got remember we went to leave the road and I was like calling you on the radio. I had my handheld ham radio, and I was calling you on the radio. Do I go left or right? Where do I go? I was so <laughs> lost. We had no signal, and you're like left, 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 left. You what? I think you ended up telling me. You said left for like forty five seconds over the radio. Oh, easily. And I, and I basically got like effed, like effed, <laughs> effed, effed. And I like heard like just the end of one of the lefts, or like just the beginning, like let, let, le- And I was like, I think you said left, <laughs> and we went left, and we ended up. Um, going back through deckers and i was like uh-huh. okay now i know where we're at which i didn't i went the other way <laughs> <laughs> i remember the intersection but i took the dirt road back up through uh sedalia rather mm-hmm. than going I, we came up 285 through pine originally yeah and then i went the other way through sedalia but yeah. either way <laughs> i got home and that was what mattered exactly. sean got sick he was sitting in the back seat he had al- altitude sickness shout out to sean for bringing one of um one of the cars that I had at the time out to Colorado basically for free. He was a car – he hauled cars at the time uh, commercially, and so
1: – Sean's the uh, Kentucky Gentleman guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he drinks yeah. Kentucky
0: Gentleman. I – you know what? I have gave him some good whiskey, though, and he loves it, and I think he might have moved up a little bit. Um, but he's also the dude that drinks – what brand is that vodka up in my cabinet there? What was that? Oh, I pff- – the flavored vodka. I don't remember. I don't even remember what that is. I have little sample packs. Which is it's so ironic. Wonder Sun? Western Sun. Western that's Sun. That's it. Western, Western Sun. Sun. Yeah, so there's flavored. There's like prickly pear and like all these different weird stuff. He drinks that stuff like crazy. And Ugh. so like I really don't take his uh his whiskey advice very seriously. <laughs> but shout out to Sean for uh he, he is one of my best friends. Absolutely. And I think I think my other One of my other Florida best friends, Pat, came up on a podcast a few weeks ago, too, or a week ago. I have this saying where I don't know how fast time passes. Oh, I'm exactly the same way. Yeah. So, like, I got back to Colorado, and I was talking to somebody on the phone. I was like, yeah, I've been back for a few weeks now. And I think it was Nick. He was like, he's like, you've been back for a week. And I was like, oh, (laughs) whoops.
1: (laughs) I went half the day today thinking it was Tuesday, and it's Wednesday. So
0: that's a good thing I message you to make sure you're meeting me tonight. Then, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's a good thing <laughs> you did because I probably would have forgotten about it.
0: Oh, like you come to the podcast? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yes, yes, I yeah. will be there. Yeah,
1: let me uh, rearrange a few meetings, and uh, I'll head your way.
0: Yeah, because I skipped all my Tuesday <laughs> ones. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so now that we've gotten out of the way, you were my boss. We hit it off right away. We were going off road and dude, we have a the only one of the few YouTube videos I left on my YouTube account was from Cedar Mountain Road, actually.
1: And you know, that was a fantastic trip.
0: It was. We drank ten cup. Ten cup. Uh we, we had fajitas. On the scottle. And they froze. They froze. I have a scottle of my own now. I know. Yeah. It was great yeah. for the Pony Express trip.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those scottles are great. I do like them. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever would have paid for mine, but...
0: Oh, you um, won yours, that's right. I did win mine, Who'd yeah. you win that from? Um,
1: I want to say it was the Raggo, Raggo Fabrication that's what it was. Yes. 12 Days of Christmas a yes, couple exactly. years
0: ago. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. It was the Christmas before I met you, before, before I came out here.
1: Yeah, and there were like three things in the entire giveaway that I would have liked, and I won one of them. Yeah. So, pretty lucky. Yeah.
0: I feel like it's worth anybody who does give... Anybody I have on the show... I'm be careful about what companies advertise, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. And so we'll
0: talk honest about a lot of stuff on this show, and so I'm not really looking for brand connections. I'm looking for honesty, absolutely, because that's what our you know listeners and my customers and my clients is Blaze Off Road. That's what they want, right? And so, but if somebody does a giveaway and you win it, absolutely they get a free name drop. So
1: I actually won two giveaways.
0: What else did you win?
1: Uh, I won a ARB Twin, a compressor. And uh, an ARB basic oh, recovery
0: kit. That wasn't a. That wasn't a. That was a buy. Oh a yeah, that thing. wasn't a giveaway. That was yeah. that was
1: a Patreon buy-in.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: back way back in the day.
0: Yeah, I remember that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have actually, as my boss, bought some gear for me, for yeah. us hitting goal. We were in sales, and so for us, you know. <laughs> sometimes hitting goal and for us sometimes coming close to goal and then maybe never hitting it. So I don't know if I owe you something or not, but we can work that out later. (laughs) Well, you know what companies I sell products (laughs) for. So, um, yeah. What did I buy you? A lot of stuff from blue Ridge overland gear, man. Yeah. That's some of my favorite stuff and they'll get a dude every, okay. I guess I'll give free shout outs to companies that make good products. I
1: will give a free shout out to blue Ridge overland any day of the week.
0: And they wouldn't give us a discount for anything. That's okay. I know.
1: I have zero
2: issues paying I will full pay for, product absolutely. full price for their products.
0: Absolutely. I have their headrest first first eight kit. I have their full uh, four pouch trauma kit, which is the same size as my six pouch tool kit. I also have their map fold up thing. Uh, I have one of their trash bags, which you have too. Yep. Um
1: First of all, that trash bag. The headrest That's got to be the most
0: underrated product on your truck.
1: A hundred percent. Do you know how dirty my truck would be if I didn't have that trash bag?
0: How many times do you guys drink a water bottle and throw it on the floor or put it in the seat or leave it empty in the cup holder next to you? And it stays there for a few days, right, without thinking about it, whatever. But if you put that same same water bottle in a trash bag hanging on your headrest, you know— Three inches behind the rear cup holder of a Tacoma.
1: Yeah, I'm reaching back there to put it in the cup holder anyway. And then yeah. the trash bag hits me in the hand and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I got this.
0: Like when I had, so I still have, you know, the WeatherTech, what is it like? Any of, I actually don't have WeatherTech. I have the what, Husky or whatever floor liners in my yeah. F 150. Yeah. If I open a piece of gum, I throw it on the floor intentionally, because I know that I'm like, not the gum, obviously, but the wrapper. You're, like you You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You're looking I open a piece of gum and I throw it on the floor. <laughs> That's the only time I ever chew gum. All right, guys, that gum is trash. Man up. Drink whiskey. Don't chew gum. <laughs> Amen. And so, <laughs> and so I, I'll, uh, I'll throw the wrapper on the floor. Cause I know I have the Husky floor line. It's right. But that trash bag. Mine is still in a tote with all my, all my parts off the f <laughs> that out. I need to put it. Yeah.
1: I seriously, I, of all the things that I've ever bought for my truck, that is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's definitely a good product. Absolutely. And that, and, there, and
1: that, that tool pouch.
0: That tool pouch is really good.
1: I can't believe how many, just the, the sheer volume of tools that I can fit in that pouch.
0: Okay. Let's, we could talk about that for an hour because it. Sorry, I'm adjusting my mic. The tools that I have, having been a master tech, having been a mechanic, like like I've had multiple jobs in the automotive industry, R&Ring, which is remove and replace, for those who don't know. So R&R transmission and motors was a big job that I had for a while at a shop. And so literally every day, I could do two to three motor swaps a day. Like That's a lot of motor swaps. That's a junkyard motor into... A vehicle. Well, I also work twelve to fourteen hour days. Oh, I've always yeah, worked a lot. That's still – It's that's, yeah. that's a lot of motors. So in I day. could go from a non running car, we had a contract with a uh, Jiffy Lube. And so every and I won't say the company I worked for because that dude was nutso. But every uh so we had a contract with Jiffy Lube, so any vehicle in the northern side of Palm Beach County that Jiffy Lube blew up, we would repair. Also, remember, I just said two to three motors a day I would swap, which means...
1: Don't get your oil changed to Jiffy Lube?
0: Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can, as a matter (laughs) of fact. Um, Yeah, so by the transitive property of uh, motor
2: failures,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I used to change two to three motors a day that Jiffy Lube would mess up. They'd leave a drain plug out, they'd put the wrong oil in, whatever it was. And so, it was... uh, It was a good time, (laughs) but I have a ton of tools, right? So uh, I worked for a tool distributor for a little bit, sold a bunch of tools, and it's, uh, so I have an insane amount of tools, and I'm very, very, very much a, I don't want to say prepper, but like preparedness wise. I would say,
1: yes, preparedness, but also you're very particular.
0: I'm super picky. Yes. Yeah.
1: If something is not in the same pouch you thought it was in, uh, yeah. I get noticeably stressed out. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, it is. And sometimes I'll get mad. And if somebody if I rely on somebody to put a tool back and they don't, I will absolutely be mad.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, that would never be me and I pity the fool who it was. It's not that
0: bad, okay? <laughs> but they they do know they messed up though. I will say that much. They do know they messed up, but I don't I'm yeah. You you get a couple you're, shots. You're picky. You get a couple shots to not mess up. <laughs> i let you learn.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: But, no, that Blue Ridge Overland Gear tool pouch, which is what we're talking about right now, <laughs> is uh is very, very good.
1: It is. It is. So, I, and it fits perfectly behind the back seat in the Tacomas. It does. It and doesn't matter how how full you stuff that thing. It fits perfect.
0: Yeah. No, it does. And so does their first aid kit. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the way that they fit, you can fit, and they have, uh like, uh what are those? What are those, like? I guess it'd be compression pouches. What do you put clothes in? What do they call those things? Because they have those Oh, like two. a packing cube? A packing cube. That's yeah. it. So you can fit their tool pouch, trauma kit, and one of their packing cubes on the 60% side of the Tacoma. Yeah. Or you can fit one tool pouch and a little bit more on the 40% side.
1: Well, yeah. And then I, I think we got – didn't we buy uh – didn't I buy – extra pouches too
0: Oh uh, yeah i have an xl and, pouch
1: and, yeah and it was like big enough to throw
0: you yeah know, so it'd electrical be electrical like
1: connectors yep. some spare nuts and bolts that sort of stuff and that fits perfectly in there with the tool pouch
0: yeah so i think it's like one tool pouch and two xl pouches will fit which an xl pouch is i think all your pouches are 11 inches wide i want to say that sounds right uh, it might be 12 but for some reason, I feel like it's 11, but my OCD says it must not be. It must be 12. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 11 or 12 inches wide. And uh, I think that the XLs are the same size as the first aid kit four pouch. So the tool kit comes with six pouches. They're three inches tall each. So yeah. it makes nine inch tall total. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like four and a half inches on the med kit on the med kit
1: which I don't have the med kit yet. I have,
0: I have it. I love it. The, I have a reel. That's the first reel I ever did on my fajita, the taco page was of my med kit. Cause you remember I got both of us hooked up on yes. We had trauma kits yes. from
2: oh, EMI. Um,
0: emergency medical international. EMI, yeah. And they're commercial. I don't think they have anything for sale um, to consumers. They might, but I don't think they do. Um, They were a commercial medical company I worked with. I designed the first aid kits from scratch with a little bit of advice from Chris. He's grabbing the extra whiskey. You you hear how sensitive the mics are?
1: Yeah. If you heard that, that was me grabbing the bottle of
0: 1792. So the mics are clamped onto... Dude, so this was meant to be a shoe rack that I built from scratch. As if from scratch, I could just say built. Built or it built from like scratch is the same. Uh, I burned it. I used uh, a propane torch. No, it was oxygen acetylene. At the time, is all I had.
1: If you need any of that, let me know.
0: Oh, yeah. so <laughs> so Chris now works for. I I was so confused just now. I was like the whiskey or the shoe rack. Uh, if you need a shoe rack, let me know. Um, by the way, guys, this is a. So Chris used to work for the Fort Service. He yeah, is a, a outdoors ago. yeah he is an outdoorsman through and through. I'm having him on the podcast because he's the guy that if I want to go camp, actually, I called you to consult you about us going to Alaska in the middle of January. Yes, you did. This is the guy that I will talk to. You know what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast because we're gonna talk about a lot about a lot of random stuff. It's probably gonna be a long episode. Yeah, I want to do two to three hour episodes overall. That's my target. Um, we'll have a lot of one hours and we're gonna have three minute Thursdays. I'm gonna talk tech stuff. I'm gonna be like, Okay, let's talk lighting real quick. We got three minutes, which Peter McKinnon does two minute Tuesdays and it takes him ten minutes. All right. So <laughs> I have at least twelve on a three minute Thursday. So you know what? Suck it up, YouTube. That'll be for YouTube only, three minute Thursdays. Okay. Um I like but that. Yeah,
1: That's, I like
0: I like that. Chris is a straight up outdoorsman. That's why I'm having him on the podcast. I should have led with that. And so there probably will be a little bit of an intro later with leading with that, but it's uh yeah what were we talking about there
1: (laughs) uh i think it sounded like you were starting to introduce me yeah um so i guess i'll just go ahead and continue
0: yeah so uh who are you where are you from where do you live now where do you you know what type of industry do you work in what do you do for fun just throw it all Uh, out there bro send me some facts
1: all right well my name's chris obviously um
0: Chris born Clark, what's that Instagram? CJClark92. And it is a private account. And it is
1: a private account, so uh, you're going to have to request. But uh, he's I'll not accept super you. picky. Yeah, I'm not really <laughs> that picky. Uh, born and raised in northern Indiana. Cold. Uh, cold, but also hot and humid. And
0: I love humidity. Cloudy
1: and not fun. <laughs> the winters are not very fun. No. I think um, it's why
0: Whistle Diesel left.
1: I would imagine that's why he left. Yeah. Yeah. Well um,
0: Andy now has, now has a ton of money. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Sorry. That too. That Sorry, too. Indiana.
1: Um yeah, born and raised in Indiana. I moved out here uh let's see, five years ago ish. Yeah. Um Damn. Yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. Dude, it feels I've been out like here for it over feels like, two years now. It feels like I moved out here yesterday.
0: Me too uh, though. Yeah.
1: As Mitchell said, uh, outdoorsman through and through. I studied outdoor recreation and resource management in college. Um, Decided that uh, I didn't want to be broke for the rest of my life. So (laughs) uh, I actually was a firefighter paramedic for a couple years before I moved out here. And now I work in industrial sales. Solid. Yeah. So anybody that needs uh, gas or welding supplies, hit me up on Instagram. Can I, can I do that? Is that, yeah, is fine. that a
0: shameless plug? The Denver area, Denver Metro, <laughs> specifically Northwest of Denver. Yeah. Northwest Denver, have fun up there, right? But if you need <laughs> gas, this dude's got you hooked up and that does not mean power tanks directly because I yes. tell you what, they will not fill power we tanks. They do not
1: fill power <laughs> tanks. But if you need a hookup for that, call
0: me. Cause his clients fill power <laughs> tanks. Cause my
1: clients <laughs> fill power <laughs> tanks.
0: And, and I, I still want to. Yeah, man. For funsies. Hey, you know, honestly, just because I love them. W- yeah, I'll get you set up. I know we've talked about that. I do need, I do. Right now, I just need a like, like a pressure fill setup, a non pump setup, so you right. can't fill it all the way, but you can let. It, well, actually, I guess it would almost fill all the way if you left it overnight, though. Yeah, it would equalize eventually.
1: I can't remember if you have to siphon fill power tanks or not.
0: It's liquid CO two. So. Yeah, so you do have to siphon fill them. So I'll put one higher than the other. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works.
1: We'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So outdoor recreation. Yeah. That's what you're. Uh,
1: yeah, I wanted. I wanted to go be a mountain guide. Dope. That's that's literally what I wanted to do. So. Are
0: there um, any mountains in Indiana? No, there are not. So how'd you learn about mountains? <laughs>
1: Well, I I traveled all around when I was younger. My my parents were both teachers and had summers off and and uh they had uh, the luxury of being able to travel around the country and and see all the beautiful sights when they were younger and yeah. They felt like it was important to uh to show their kids that. And so, um I mean, my first time to Colorado was 1998. I was 8 years old. Yeah. Wow. And I spent pretty much the next 18, 19 years doing whatever I could to get back out here.
0: Yeah. So we're going to skip all the way to the bottom here. All the way to the bottom. Yeah. So um, that pretty much explains how you got into camping and off- outdoor stuff. Yeah, you know, pretty your parents much. were parents worked and for the school system you were summers off you guys traveled a
2: lot yeah
1: and my grandparents had a travel trailer and and they were part of a good sam group so they would travel around to different state parks in the state of indiana and michigan and uh, once a month and my brother and i would tag along and and get to go explore with them and couple that in with the family trips out west and out east and national parks and all that fun stuff and yeah i pretty much have a insatiable desire to be outside
0: yeah no i feel that for sure man there's just so much peace that comes with it um i do have another question but what before that what's the what's the good sam group what is that
1: oh man uh i don't want to say anything wrong uh it was a group of we're just going to have to cut this out. I don't remember.
0: No you don't remember. I really
1: don't. <laughs> I I know it was a group of of We can always uh, look it up real quick. Yeah, we can look it up real quick.
0: I just want I just want to be able to answer this to know what it is cuz I was, heard that and didn't know what it was. It
1: was basically like a a group of uh I, most of the people in my grandparents group were retired. Um and they had travel trailers and things like that and it was like a group that They'd pick a state park or something to go camping at and pick a weekend and they'd go.
0: So officially Good Sam is it's the it's actually is the nation's largest R V community. Nineteen sixty six. They've delivered big savings <laughs> <laughs> plus defendable or uh, dependable services for millions of RVers. I think it's like a um
1: is it like a triple
0: A for I campers? think it's like a triple A for campers. And so, be. yeah. So, what were uh, what were some of the fa- favorite places you went growing up?
1: Well, growing up, um, every fall we would take a trip to Brown County State Park, uh, which was down in southern Indiana. And as flat as Indiana is, southern Indiana actually has some some nice hills, uh, and the fall colors down there were always spectacular. So uh, that was that was always a trip that I remembered. Um, and every summer we would go to Holland state park up in Michigan and we camp up there. Um, so as far as camping trips, those were, those were two that I always look forward to every year. Um, but the other trips that I look forward to were just the, the summer, summer trips with the folks. Um, I mean, we'd be gone for two weeks, load up the old Honda Odyssey and nice, you know, just. Just go and uh got to see a lot of the country that way. I feel like driving's always better than flying absolutely
0: um, well, I'm known for that too oh
1: yeah i will i will I will always drive over fly if I've got the time yeah um i I mean the first time I ever saw Yellowstone, first time I ever saw Rocky Mountain um Grand Canyon Price canyon Zion oh yeah, i mean i yeah, one of my life goals is to make a doll all the national parks I'm at like 31 right now
0: you know I don't know how many I'm at I'm probably only at like 10 or so honestly but I it's kind of messed up I've so I I have a well what's messed up is the book I have that book the about the national parks right I bought it at REI or whatever yeah Um, Let me scrub that out, because that's not a company I want to give a free shout-out to.
1: No, they don't (laughs) deserve it. No. They do have good deals sometimes.
0: It is worth becoming a a member or whatever if there's one in your city, and you will be emergency purchasing products from them before trips. Yes. To become a co-op member. If you will ever be emergency. I spent like $800 with them last year, and I don't know what I spent $800 on camping (laughs) gear for, because that's not a humble brag. Yeah. Right. That is a yeah. – I don't know where this money came from. Oh, yeah. That is – so if you're going to be emergency purchasing items for camping, that's a – place. we already said the name. We're not saying it again. Nope. Not for free. Um, That's a place to buy it. But yeah. I bought the book from there, and when I sunk the Tacoma and the Everglades in Florida, which it wasn't Everglades, <laughs> but nobody knows what Corbett Wildlife <laughs> Management Area is – when I sunk to Tacoma, the book got saturated, and so now it's nice and twice as thick as it originally was, but that's my, that's my national parks book, and uh, I was marking parks off of that, and that is – I do want to go to every national park, but I want to do it a little differently. I want to do every national park within 12 months, and that's probably going to be split between two trips, so I want to do one trip that is West Coast and Alaska and Hawaii. Hawaii, I'm probably going to fly to. There's only like You don't, that, think, like you don't think you'll
1: drive to Hawaii?
0: Well, you can put your truck on a <laughs> boat, all right, before you go getting all weird <laughs> over there, all right? You could definitely put that truck on a boat, man. So don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm not going to drive to Alaska. I'm not allowed to cross the Canadian border right now, dude. Uh, well, that's true. We already talked about that. Yeah. You're allowed to travel. I'm not. Yep. Josh, he's not allowed to travel right now. Wild times. International laws about...
1: The thing that everybody Medicine. knows about, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know for sure that I can't cross the border anymore, but I, I at a certain point I was not allowed to due to personal choices and decisions. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> without this podcast getting political, um, but yeah, you can ferry up to Alaska pretty easily. Uh, Hawaii's a little harder. A little bit. It's, I think there's like might be a or a couple boats that let you sleep on the boat and take your vehicle out there, but it's super, super rare, if at all.
1: Yeah, honestly, I mean, I really haven't looked into it a whole lot, but uh, I think you'd be pretty hard-pressed to find a place that would—find uh, a boat that would take you and your truck. Yeah. You'd and, have to ship that out in, ahead of time, I think.
0: Yeah, which would be <laughs> to Hawaii. And to Hawaii, there might be— to Hawaii, there'd be a drive-on boat for sure, absolutely. There's oh, a drive-on, yeah. um, but
1: with that said, too, because Hawaii's the only state I haven't been to, so I've been researching Hawaii trips.
0: We're gonna need to talk about that.
1: Oh, we'll talk about That's
0: it. That's the only state you haven't. That's been to? That's the only state I haven't been to. You've been to Alaska.
1: Yeah, two thousand five. When to What what? Two thousand five. We'll we'll talk about it. We're getting off We're getting off subject now.
0: What is the subject?
1: Uh, national parks. Yes. Yeah. So, uh,
0: guys, I'm sorry. My guests are going (laughs) to keep me on subject. Anybody who's been on the phone with me more than one time knows. And the only reason I say more than one time is because you have like an 80, 20 chance. I'm going to talk for an hour and a half.
1: I would say 90, 10,
0: (laughs) you have a 90, 10 (laughs) chance. I'm going to talk for (laughs) an hour and a half. So if you manage to make it past that 10%, you're not making it again. Yeah. So if you've been on the phone with me more than twice, you know, (laughs) we're talking, Long-winded. Yeah, and I forget about what we talked about, so.
1: 100%. All
0: right, so national parks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Na- all the national parks in one year would be an, Dope. an incredible year of travel.
0: It absolutely would be. There's, um, I don't know, I man, that book kind of had me looking at all the national parks, looking at where I would want. Dude, I'm at the point now, I don't know where I want to live. Yeah. Because... Being a single adult that makes a livable income, you're like, I can go anywhere I want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, uh, roommate and I just took a trip up to South Dakota this past weekend.
0: Yeah. How'd you like it?
1: Uh, I mean, for one, loved it. Uh, Hit three national parks in one day. Yeah. And
0: the Black Hills.
1: Black Hills. Hit up Wing Cave National Park. Well, I guess Mount Rushmore's not technically a national park. It's a national monument, but... Uh, Wind Cave, Mount Rushmore, the Badlands, did it all in one day. Custer State Park.
0: It's not far from each other, man.
1: Yeah, and you know, the other thing I'll say that I realized this weekend uh, Um. is I feel like I have always put a ton of emphasis on national parks. Yes. When, and and overlooked a lot of state parks. Growing up in the Midwest, you know, state parks... They were always great places to go camping, but really it was like a campground around a lake that maybe had a beach, maybe right. Like yeah. that's that's kind of how it was. Yeah. And when you go up, I'm I'm going to use South Dakota as an example, but Custer State Park in South Dakota backs right up to Wind Cave. Yeah. So when you're in Wind Cave, uh, you know I mean obviously you have to go see the caves, but the rest of the national park looks exactly the same as Custer.
0: All right, Wes. Uh, if you're listening, bud, better yet, when you're listening, bud, because every time I shout somebody out, I message them and tell them, go listen to my podcast, fool.
1: You better listen.
0: <laughs> uh, I guess I got to come back up to South Dakota, dude. So I guess I'll be wiring your eighty in South Dakota. Let's he, do it. He traded up his uh, – oh, you're coming too. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm down <laughs> for all the trips. You know this.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I take a lot of trips, man.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I'm up for the ones that I'm uh, able to take.
0: Yeah. You know, every one of you, including you, Chris, needs to stop working for for somebody else. Go out there and find your freedom working for yourself, man.
1: Maybe you should just hire me as your welder.
0: I don't need a welder.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe you should. (laughs) Start designing some Blaze Off-Road bumpers, man.
0: Oh, no, no. First off... Um, there's two bumper companies in Toyota world that I love. Uh, one of them, actually, Chris, when we were working together, I, oh yeah, I, built I know my exactly rel- who
1: you're talking about.
0: Yep. I built my relationship with Lil B's. Yep. Lil B's, Brian, Brian has been one of actually, no, he has been the best business mentor for me. Brian is an amazing guy. He has, he has some awesome he has some great knowledge he has some incredible skills his design work is amazing and his bumpers low B's bumpers absolutely fit the tacoma's body lines like perfectly perfectly and i remember the first time and i then, ever saw and, one and,
1: and and let's not talk about the the craftsmanship of the bumper itself yeah bar none
0: was i it was right after we stopped working together i got in that accident
1: uh i got yeah.
0: two yeah one of them involved a bumper one of yeah. them was a park semi we're yeah. not gonna talk about that one
1: <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about
0: i got in an accident where no i was working with you i t-boned that uh honda civic that ran a red light
1: uh, oh yeah
0: yeah that yeah. was like our I do last few weeks yeah. working together yeah that
1: was probably the last week that i worked there
0: that had to be something in november or early december um but, yeah, I, t- I T-boned a Honda Civic. You ran a red light. That bee's bumper, honestly, I think, I think it saved my truck for me it, in total. It made it. My well, airbags it, didn't go off. And on top of that, because you do want airbags to go off, but on top of that, I felt perfectly fine.
1: Well, and then I think the other side of that, too, was uh, you were able to drive the truck home.
0: Yeah. We, we, we cut the bumper. Right, right, right. I could have taken it off, but, or I could have cut it. Yeah. Uh, I cut it, and... Brian does not publicly do this and I don't know if this is an official position of the company and I shouldn't say this. So I'm really sorry, Brian, but you know I love you, buddy. Um, <laughs> if you get in a crash, like if you get in a bad crash, Brian is a great person, all right, and he understands that I mean, dude, Chris, you know, I and I talk about this with Josh, I bought fifty one hundreds because I couldn't afford anything better on my truck. Yeah. But I wanted to run bigger tires. Yeah. And I couldn't afford tires. But I used insurance money from a previous crash to buy tires instead (laughs) of fixing my truck.
1: Yeah, I do remember that.
0: No, Brian's an amazing guy at Lil B's. And one of my best friends, the best business mentor I could have asked for, and he's a big reason why I was able to leave my previous company. At one point, he was even like, look, man, what are you worried about? Like, is it money? You know how to work for me. Like, come up here, make money with me. We need need to make money. Like, you want to do this thing, go ahead and leave your company, work for me if you need to make money to pay your bills, and do your thing. And so, there's not enough that can be said about him and how amazing he is as a small business owner, as a friend, as anything at all. And his products truly handle, you know, whatever it is you need to handle. And, I mean, I think it's just
1: tough. And then some.
0: Yeah, I mean... That thing's just tough, man. I put a Warren twelve K winch in mine. He does not recommend that everybody. He recommends it ten K at most. Um <laughs> but I put a Warren twelve K in mine and it was super solid.
1: Yeah. I mean I I, I can't say enough about Lil Bees there. I don't I don't currently run a bumper. Uh I have been in the market for one for approximately four years now. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> the number of times I've offered him a, you, the number of times I've offered you a, bu- a bumper bud, yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. You need to buy one already. It is.
1: I I know, and uh, and honestly, I I'll probably end up with the little bees.
0: Yeah. Matches the body lines well, all that.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure Brian buys all his gas from me too, so I actually try, he probably, I probably does support him.
0: He probably does, actually. He, knows where he Is he going to listen to supplies.
1: this co- this podcast? He's
0: going to be on this podcast. Okay. Not this one tonight. Brian, I'm buying a bumper. He's not showing up tonight. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Brian is in Hawaii tonight, and I told him that I can't believe he would run so far from me because I asked him to be on a podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, did I tell you Hawaii is the only state I haven't been to?
0: Yeah, we did talk about that, and okay. that's actually where we left off in our actual conversation. <laughs> Guys, we are drinking some, what is this, 1792 Small Batch. 1792 Small Batch, which is the year that Kentucky was uh, allowed into the Union of these great United States. It's It's good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of years that states were allowed.
1: And to be honest, I probably shouldn't talk about this because it is one of my favorites, and it's getting harder and harder to find. But I just bought this bottle for 25 bucks.
0: There's only three people listening.
1: Well, good.
0: No, I'm kidding. Spotify says there's a couple hundred, and that's amazing. A couple hundred? Yeah.
1: And this is only episode three?
0: Three and a half. Three I had a 13-minute episode, which yeah. I guess counts as half. Audio <laughs> test. It was. That's what yeah. it was entitled. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Everybody says quality is amazing, and I really appreciate that, and I love you guys for telling me that because I spent more money than I have <laughs> on purchasing <laughs> the audio equipment. And so if anybody wants to be a sponsor, let me know. And if I already run your products, then I know their quality. And I'll accept you as a sponsor. If not, you got to let me try your product out because I'm not taking any subpar sponsors. Sorry.
1: Absolutely. Quality over quantity.
0: Yep. Okay. So now at 40 something minutes, that's a guess because I can't, my eyes can't see that screen well enough. Yeah. We're on question number two.
1: Are we going to talk about what I drive?
0: Yeah. What do you drive? (laughs) (laughs) Tacoma. We already talked about that. Tacoma. Yeah. It is a a 2018 long bed. 2018
1: TRD off road quad cab long bed.
0: What color? Cement gray. Ew. No, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's I'm the, kidding. That's the best color. I don't know. Toyota's got some new cool colors, bro. Yeah. That
1: they Lunar do. Rock is dope. Yeah. I do like the Lunar Rock. The, uh, I don't know. They have what? Two different colors of green for the Forerunner and the Tacoma, but the, yeah. Lime green metallic and.
0: Inferno is still my favorite. Well, of course it is. They made a. Inferno Tacoma or a Forerunner in 2015.
1: I I know I've seen a couple of them riding around. Every time I see it, I look to see if Mitchell's driving it.
0: If I happen to buy an underpowered SUV,
1: well, you know, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I might have switched teams for good, man. That's th- not permanent. There's there's
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: Dude, Chan is doing a supercharger tune for the Tacomas. Yeah. I th- If I if I'm doing my math correctly, they're over a hundred horsepower added now with that tune it is significant it is hey it might be game changer enough let
1: me buy my bumper (laughs) let me tune my truck let me do all these other things before you start telling me that i need to buy a supercharger. you know we have a couple things we
0: need to exchange right do we i have products that you own and you have stuff that i own right now do you know what i have oh i have your winch you do do you know what i have of yours do i
1: I think I still have your uh, Mac Tools uh, vacuum pump.
0: You do? Yeah. I forgot about that yeah. one. Yeah. We also have each other's floor jacks. Yes. And then I have a set of Squadron Pros. Yes, that yes. are messed up bad. Oh, great. That I might have sold. It's okay. I know a dealer. <laughs> Me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, how do you like that, Tacoma, dude?
1: I love it. You don't have
0: a tune yet. I don't. I'm mad at you. We
1: literally just talked about this on the phone, what,
0: yesterday? I'm mad at you for that.
1: What? Man, you know, sometimes work's busy.
0: (laughs) That's not an excuse. I know
1: it's not, but.
0: The number of people that I have on that new CVC tune that love it, the words that I get from people, it's a whole new truck. It feels like I did a motor swap. The amazing stuff I hear from people who have a tune. How long does it take? five to ten minutes
1: cool we'll do it after the show tonight
0: yeah we will for real we will yeah no that's what i just said we'll do it after the show tonight you were looking at me like okay (laughs) no trucks trucks right out front yep so why'd you choose tacoma dude uh you know uh tacoma
1: was just a truck that i always wanted i mean i was 17 18 years old and seeing tacomas drive around and i always liked them they look cool they do, and then uh, you know I must admit though when the third gen came out, yeah, I thought it was ugly as sin. Really? When I, I, I think I saw the first photos on Jalopnik.
0: I thought it was cutest pie. Oh, no man. You want to talk about some some southern terms there? <laughs> ugly as sin, cutest pie.
1: I think I saw the first first photos of it on Jalopnik, and uh, I remember looking at it and just being like, man, they ruined it.
0: Just like it that, do, huh?
1: Yeah, it doesn't look as good. And as then, the second gen? No, third gen. No, no, yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah, third, yeah. The look third as gen, good. I didn't think looked as good as the second gen, and uh, and then I saw one in person.
0: Really, yeah. it was that for you.
1: That was what it was.
0: You know, I've heard a lot that that's how people feel about the Bronco right now.
1: I could see that. I, I'm not personally a fan of the Bronco.
0: Have you driven one? No, dude.
1: Who, who whose Bronco would I have driven?
0: Well, not mine. I was raising my hand. But yeah.
1: <laughs> now, when you get one, there's yeah, a There's I'll a dealership
0: it. in Florida that has a few. There's, well, every dealership in Florida has a couple of them, though. And a couple of dealers out here have a couple that you can test drive. I drove the small, the 2.3, which I believe is a four-cylinder. I don't. It might be a small six-cylinder. That's, the, that's one of the few things about Ford I don't know is their new small motor lineup. Yeah. But it was the manual transmission, and that's why I drove it. Um, and now they are going to offer the manual transmission with the bigger motor for everybody who's concerned. They have remade the transmission to be able to handle the power of the bigger motor. So they will be offering that. And actually I believe the problem was the clutch and the bearing system in the front of the transmission is why they didn't previously offer it. Now they have upgraded all of that and keep in mind Ford does make their new transmissions. Uh, who was it? They used to make theirs a German company. I forgot the name now. Um, I'll remember it randomly later and throw it out there. Um, They do make their own transmissions now. So, or, well, some of, most of them, some of them. And so, they will be offering the manual on the larger motor on the Bronco in a couple years. But I drove the manual transmission Bronco, man, super impressed. It was so peppy. It was much faster than a stock Tacoma, and it was on thirty five.
1: Well, I don't doubt it's faster
0: than a stock Tacoma. What was a motor with half, it was half the displacement, well, dude. that's fine. It's... I, pitch, I expect pitch. that. I expect that. It was a pitch motor, a turbo you know, motor. It's
1: it's like when people ask me what kind of gas mileage I get, and I tell them I get 13, and they're like, oh, that's so bad. And I'm like, if I cared about it, I would have bought a Prius.
0: You know, the statement used to be if I cared about it, I would have bought a Tacoma.
1: I was unaware of that.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, what's your gas mileage? Well, I own an F-350, so it's blah, blah, blah. If I would have cared about it, I would have bought a Tacoma. <laughs> You like how my voice changed? Yeah, As if people who talk like this can't drive Tacomas. Yeah. I and drive a Tacoma. And they
1: all have F350s. Yeah. Dual rear
0: wheels. They also apparently got bad gas mileage, according probably, to this. They're probably
1: King Ranches too. Oh, I love King Ranch. Yeah, they are sweet.
0: So, you have your Tacoma. You always liked Tacomas growing up. You hated the way the third-gen Tacoma looked. I did. When I first
1: saw it, I really did not like it.
0: So, that was in... 2015 is when you probably saw it yeah where where were you in 2015
1: i was in indiana
0: where were when were you in florida bud
1: oh florida this uh, hasn't
0: come up yet guys
1: yeah no it hasn't
0: he um, was born and raised in indiana yeah south bend shout out south bend clutches yeah. best diesel clutches on the market hands down hands down you want a quadruple clutch for your cummins <laughs> call South Bend Clutch. (laughs) You want to, you want to hold 4,000 horsepower? Call South Bend Clutch. Yep.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we talked about college, right? I studied outdoor recreation and resource management. Absolutely. And, uh, I had to do an internship somewhere and I wanted to go somewhere really cool, man. I, I was trying to get an internship, but, uh, up in Alaska, I was trying to get them in Yellowstone, I was trying to get them-
0: We at one point talked about the Arctic. Yeah. And I don't know if that was your internship or if that was after the fact.
1: That was after the fact. But okay. I, I mean, I tried to be in the coolest places possible. Absolutely. One place called me back. The Ocala National Forest in Florida.
0: yee Yeah. So,
1: obviously, I said yes.
0: Well, because they were the only ones that called you back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, I would have said no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I'm,
1: I'm being I'm, from Florida. I'm, that's fair. I'm built for cooler weather. I'm I'm not built for the high temperatures.
0: Physically, I'm built for cooler weather, but I can't handle it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I accepted the internship at the uh, Ocala National Forest and loaded up my Honda Accord at the time, my 1998 Honda Accord. Uh, and drove down to Ocala and, uh, yeah, I lived there for three and a half, four months. Um, I lived, I shared a 28 foot travel trailer with a roommate. Luckily I moved in first, so I got the master bedroom. Yeah, buddy. Uh, we didn't have running water in the trailer. Really? Really? No, we had a, a bathhouse in the OHV Center, which stood for Off Highway Vehicle Center.
2: Yep.
0: So, tell us what that is real quick in the specific to Acala.
1: Yeah. So, basically your OHVs or your your quads, your dirt bikes, your UTVs, your side-by-sides, that sort of stuff.
0: And that's guys that were mainly going out to prepare for or set up stands, tree stands, or or get ready for hunting.
1: Honestly, in the summer, we barely had anybody.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because nobody was getting ready for hunting yet.
1: Right. And and the Ocala is a pretty big destination for for people that like to ride their side-by-sides and ATVs and dirt bikes and stuff.
0: Um, I, I believe in one of the previous episodes, we briefly mentioned the term BLM, Pure Land Management, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that was, I think, with Nick. And... In Florida, there's very, 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 very little... There is no there,
1: BLM land. Yeah,
2: technically there land. is no
0: BLM land in Florida. Correct. There is national land, yep. being the Ocala National Forest.
1: Well, there's the Ocala, there is the... Everglades. Seminole, and yeah. there is the... Well, well Everglades the is, is a, I believe, me. a national park. Everglades is a national park. Um yeah. But there were there were a total of three national forests in the state of Florida.
0: And so... National parks is that kind of is that the same rangers as national forests? Uh, so like so like the Everglades is that completely separate? Like if you work in the Everglades, you're never ever for any reason gonna be able to transfer to or going to Ocala National Forest or like you get fired, you, would, you, do you get have, rehired you, there. You would have
1: to change departments. Yeah. Exactly. So the so National Park Service—they're so not tied together. Yeah. So the National Park Service is under the Department of the Interior, and okay. the U.S. Forest Service is under the uh, USDA.
0: Correct. Okay. yeah, So that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. So
1: there are different different governing bodies. Um, okay. We did still have um, essentially Forest Service police uh, in the Ocala. Um. But not very many. I think we ha- I think at at most we had two on at one time.
0: I'll tell you from experience in Florida, the most powerful agent, officer, cop, whatever you want to call them of any sort at any given moment, is basically Florida Game Warden, which would be yeah. um, Florida Department of Wildlife. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. I am more afraid because in this what is what would it be the fourth the fourth fourth or fifth amendment they go against because they are able to search your vehicle without, without probable cause and without a warrant but only for very specific items. Yes. And so that's the way they get around it is because who is going to fight? Who is going to if they find drugs, there's nothing they can do. Right. If they find open container, they'll pour it out, but that's more out of principle. Legally, they're not supposed to. Um, but they will search a vehicle in Florida for spent ammo, for blood stains and trails from poaching, uh, or for poached animals. Yeah. And they don't need any permission from you. No. They'll put you in handcuffs and say, in wait here. And if they don't find anything, they'll be like, all right, have a good night, man. Yeah. And so Florida Game Warden, that's uh, part of – because I guess – so they're state level. So I guess they're technically under FDLE, Florida Department of Law Enforcement. But actually, no. No, I think they're beside – I think on the hierarchy, they're beside FDLE because the, um, the highest level under FDLE – would be highway patrol. Yeah. In Florida they're strict. I knew a guy once that I worked with that was going to be an FDLE agent or a uh, highway patrol agent, FHB. and he he had to wear a suit every time he went to drop paperwork off with the secretary in the front office. He had to change into his suit, which had to be pressed freshly and completely, you know, straight oh, military yeah. style. Oh yeah. So they're ridic- so You wonder why Florida Highway Patrol is such jerks to everybody? It's because their bosses are such jerks to them guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know the other thing I will say about the FHP is their uh, their cars, the black and tan cars. Yes. You wouldn't think that they could hide very well, being black and tan. Correct. I they hide better than any cop I've ever driven they past. They might in as my well life. be camo.
0: They might as well. And you keep in mind, Florida stays green. Yeah, almost all of the year. Yeah. Central Florida is all evergreens. You would not and palm think, fronds.
1: Looking at the color of those cars, you would not think that they would be able to hide. I can't tell you how many I drove past and then turned around and was like, Oh, Oof. that was a cop.
0: Yeah. I totally quit kicking this stand, just, man. Yeah, I'm laid out relaxed on this couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it um Yeah, speaking of this couch, Chris, I don't know if I ever properly thanked you for the day I showed up in Colorado You're at welcome. 10 at night. You're welcome. Yeah. I showed up at 10 p.m. and you helped me unload the mattress and a few other items from my U-Haul from Florida. Yep. Um, Into my apartment a few flights down at 10 p.m. on a Friday night, I believe I it was. I think
1: it was a Friday. Yeah. And then I think the next Saturday was when I had the Max max Tracks going off the yeah, roof of my
0: truck. We went off-roading. Cedar Mountain Road. So we did... You got a flat there, too, didn't you? I did, through the ice. Yeah, The ice sliced the side of my yeah. factory tire. And we had to change it out. And I had set a 35s at home, but if you remember, I was leveled on 35s. Yeah. And, guys, if you go Stock way back... Stock
1: suspension level.
0: Yeah. So if you go way back on the Fajita Built page, it's not Fajita Built, not Fajita oh, the Taco. Know. If you go way back on the Fajita Built page, it is... You can see my truck leveled on 15-inch wheels, mind you, which do not (laughs) fit on a Tacoma. I had two-and-a-half-inch spacers to clear my caliper—two-and-a-quarter-inch spacers to clear my calipers because they don't fit on a Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those were loaded in the bed of your truck.
0: Yeah, when I got here. I had had plants because I had that toolbox. Yeah. I had plants. In the bed of my truck. Tires? and tires. I had four thirty-fives on 15-inch wheels. <laughs> I drove out from Florida on my stock tires, looking weird as could be. Oh, yeah. Squatting like squatting crazy. Squatting like heck. I had two. I overloaded that U-Haul. We weighed it. I was oh, I was 13,000 pounds truck and trailer. <laughs> 13,000 and 20 pounds because the scale is way in increments of twenty, trucker scales oh, weighing increments of twenty pounds. I was thirteen thousand and pounds. twenty pounds. I overloaded the U-Haul and my truck driving out from this couch. It was not this couch. This couch ain't that heavy. This couch was pretty heavy. It was my tools. This couch is. Heavy. Oh yeah, you're right. I think.
1: Oh yeah. Remember, we had to use the floor jacks to get to my get toolboxes, your toolboxes out because the there U-haul? was no ramp. Yeah,
0: that was sketchy. Oh, man, I
1: almost forgot about that.
0: And then we rolled them in my living room. Yeah, on the third floor. <laughs> Cause I had no, I had no garage. We, uh, lo- yeah. Yeah. And then I've done it three times since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, that's a good time.
1: Yeah. Some heavy toolboxes. All
0: right. So, what made you actually like the Tacoma enough to get it, bud?
1: Oh. Oh yeah. We're finally back on what question three? Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I mean, I just saw a couple of them in person and they started to grow on me and, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, legendary reliability and resale value and all that sort of stuff. <coughs> reliability. You know, what? Well, maybe not for fajita.
0: Yeah. I think you guys,
1: I think you guys covered the way you drive that thing in the, <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> For uh, all us normal normal, cra- folk. normal crazy drivers, uh, they're pretty reliable.
0: Unless, of course, you're having too good of a night and hit a rock at 60. I think it was 80. Yeah. That was Chris, guys, not me. As crazy as that story oh, yeah. might sound. Yeah. Chris went sliding around a quarter, uh, corner out at Taylor Park Reservoir and uh, might have understeered a little bit. A little bit. Uh, clipped a rock on the side of the trail with his control arm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was
0: fun. And then proceeded to drive on that messed up control arm for the next six months.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not my proudest moment, but uh, you know, it all worked out okay.
0: It did hold up good. It did. It did. It did. I loved my. I I did say that. I love. My, I did love my Tacoma.
1: It. I mean, they're they're good trucks. They, they are. They may not be as fast as we want. Correct. Um, they may not be as big as we want. Correct. Um, but they're they're good trucks, and they take us a lot of places.
0: The frames may not be as solid as we want. Well, yeah. The suspension may not be as capable as we want. Well, you The can, transmission you can, may not can, shift you as good as we that. want. <laughs> I feel like this list could go on forever. This could. They but may you know, not be as blank as we you're, want, you're but lo- we love the you're, Tacoma. You're
1: looking for the best of all the worlds, though, right? And I feel like the Tacoma is one of those.
0: Well, if it wasn't for affordability, the Raptor would be that. Well, yeah. But, who's got but you just said grand? If it wasn't
1: for affordability. The Tacoma, at least, is moderately affordable.
0: Yeah, 450 King Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, bud. So the reason I had you on the podcast is obviously this next question. Your hobbies outside of off-roading. You do have a Tacoma. It does yep. have very – it has my key first mod. Suspension wheels and tires. Yep. And so that suspension is the key, right? So you do have the suspension that I also ended up with yep. that I loved more than anything in the world on that truck, the Fox 25 DSCs. That's what it's all about. Correct. And then you did wheels, and you did cl- tires that cleared. Yes. You did 285, what, 70 or 75? Mm, 70.
1: 285, 70,
0: 17. Correct. So... um. But besides the off-roading, besides the Tacoma, I'm having you on the podcast because you're outdoorsy stuff. What are your other hobbies? What do you do for fun?
1: Oh man, uh, I camp. I camp all year round. Um, yes, that means winter camping. Yes. yes. And we did a
0: trip. We did. And how cold was it? Uh, cold. It was it roughly. Was,
1: it was. I think it was. It was single digits, if I remember correctly. It was, yep. I right want to say it might have gotten down to like or five degrees correct yeah
0: it did and we the had funny a, part about that yeah was when we
1: stopped off in castle rock to go to walmart to buy a space heater oh my goodness we you, did. Had, you had your generator i had my and, generator and, and and you didn't have a sleeping bag yet no and, and so all I had was my 15 degree bag and my 30 degree bag. And it and I was. Put you, I put you in the 30 <laughs> degree bag. With a rumple? With a rumple blanket. Shout out to Rumple. They do make great blankets. Which I now
0: have a rumple. Yes. Great blankets.
1: <laughs> yep. But we stopped to get a space heater because we didn't know if you would die or not. I say you, but we, I mean we.
0: Yeah. Well, you would have been okay there. Jeez.
2: Yeah. That,
1: that was cold. Yeah. But it was fun. That was a great trip.
0: So, while I was
2: that's making... The,
1: that's the the trip that the YouTube video is on, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, it's a YouTube video on it. It is very poorly edited. It is absolutely terrible, but it does show you what we did, what we went through, the food we made, and the trip we had. So, yeah.
1: it's a good... It's a it, That was a great trip.
0: So, skip forward 10 seconds, watch 10 seconds, skip forward another 10, watch 10 more. Yeah, you get a general get a, idea. Yep. You will get an absolutely very good idea of yeah. what Cedar Mountain Road in the winter is like. Yeah. And that is... On a previous episode, I talked about crawl control. Oh, yeah. And you were the one I was talking about who used it. You yes. used it on that trip, yes. and it did not work for you. No,
1: It actually has never worked for me. Correct. I've used it a couple of times. I, I'm more out of curiosity than anything.
0: Um, and or desperation when actually stuck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh,
0: I don't know what that was. Did you hear that? Yeah, it sounded fun. I don't know what that was. I don't, I don't know if it was a diesel or a big block taken off, but that was crazy loud.
1: Yeah. Could hear it through these headphones.
0: And through my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a little beefier than the headphones. Yeah. But <laughs> sorry, guys. There's just a massive motor, and you guys know I get distracted.
1: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, my hobbies: camping uh, all year round. Uh, I like to snowboard in the winter. Um cross country ski. I haven't done a whole lot of that out in Colorado, but uh I do have my skis out here. Um out
0: here you do more of what in snow sports?
1: Mostly snowboarding. Yeah. Um that and winter camping. I count winter camping as a snow sport. Well, that's fair. <laughs> you know, I, I yeah, there's there's plenty of times you're out there and it's pretty snowy, so how do you feel about sport. winter
0: camping like I don't know, next week?
1: Uh I'll have to check on my girlfriend, but uh, sure, I'm down. Also, 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 bought a new tent.
0: Yeah, you bought a fancy tent.
1: You bought a very fancy
0: tent. Is that something that's going to fill in one of the later questions? That is going to fill in one of the later questions. We will talk about that shortly.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to go into more detail, but um, yes, winter camping is one of my favorites. You either run into nobody And in a state like Colorado and you're out there in the winter and you don't see anybody. Uh, that's a pretty cool feeling. So, Or you run into other like-minded
0: individuals.
1: That's that even is better. that is also an
0: awesome feeling. That is even better than running into yes. nobody. Yes. Because, well, first, for a lot of us. Because a lot of us love people. Yeah. I hate people and I love people. All at the same time. I love people who are like me. I hate people who are not. so meaning most of you who listen to this podcast i love yeah so (laughs) no that's great um no we do i i have been dying to go winter camping as a matter of fact i met some one of my friends one of my good friends hamza who lives out here i met him uh his house playing out in the hot tub and some one of his random roommate or one of his random like somebody else in the apartment complex came down. Me and him got talking. We actually talked for a couple hours and so I want to go winter camping bad. Yeah. Me and him were talking about that. And it's last time dude, I didn't I haven't been off roading since the Pony Express trail last year. It's been almost a year. Almost
1: a calendar year.
0: Yeah, since I've been off roading. And my truck's not built for it yet. so yeah, but still. So I can't go off-roading yet, and I don't count me riding with somebody else's off-roading. Okay, that's fair. So uh, not unless it's like, oh, Brian, hurry up and get Lil' Blue Built. (laughs) Lil' Blue Built, all right? Because he has a full cage crawler. He's an old 80s turbocharged. I've seen it. Yeah.
1: It's back behind his house.
0: Well, his house looks a lot different now, bud. There's oh. lots of fences and dogs it's and been a, been a while you don't want to just accidentally there. show up at his house anymore. <laughs> um yeah. We
1: built a we built a treehouse last time I was down there.
0: Correct for his birthday, a yeah. year and a half ago or so. Yeah. Wow. That hog, that was some amazing. Oh, it was, delicious. Oh, that was so
1: good. Delicious.
0: I was I drank too much. And
1: uh, I think we all did.
0: I think we all slept in his yard. Yeah, I don't remember if we went home or not. There I was think, camping. I think it we did slept rain. In his yard. It rained. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was a great time. Yeah, delicious. There's more delicious love for, hog. Dude, that thing smoked for like I think it smoked for like 28 hours or something, something ridiculous. Like that. Me and him were up all night trying to uh, boil it to get the hair off of it. You know, because you got to scrub oh, yeah. the scrub the skin down to get yep. the hair off, and we were up like. Dude, we're up till like two in the morning. And this is a dude who goes. He, huge respect for Brian, man. He works so hard. He'll wake up at super early in the morning, five six a.m. Whatever, uh, five six seven a.m. Go to work welding all day. Go eat lunch. Go eat dinner, and then go back to work welding till nine or ten, and then yeah. fall back asleep, and then start all over again. Yeah. And it's so like for him to stay up till two a.m. working with me to try and boil this hog was crazy. And then to be up at five. And 6, it was 7 raining. The next day, it was raining. We set up a tent. It was freezing cold. And he was up the next morning working again and then birthday and party and all that. Yeah. So
1: building the tree house. Yeah. Mad respect.
0: Yeah. So what, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think we were talking about hobbies. Hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. We're still on that subject. Um, so we talked winter Keep uh, camp camp all summer camp all uh, winter. Love to shoot. Yep. Camp all winter. Yeah. Love to shoot. Um, love to hunt. Love to fish. Uh, obviously off-roading. You're
0: much more of a fisherman out here than I am, that's for sure.
1: The funny thing about that, I did not really fish much in Indiana.
0: Really? Yeah. I fished a little bit in Florida, but it was mostly bow fishing. Yeah. Where I, we're shooting our fish, which is, I believe, almost completely illegal out here. Because uh, in Florida, know. you can't shoot game fish. It's so yeah. like bass, you can't shoot. Um, Any fish you need a license for, so that would be uh, like snook and stuff yeah. like that, you can't shoot. And snapper, you can't shoot, and so we're literally limited to snakehead. It, it's almost exclusively invasive species. Snakehead, yeah. gar, which gar aren't—I don't believe—are invasive. You ever seen a gar? Trash.
1: Gar, a weird-looking fish.
0: No, they are. They. Do, did you know they smell terrible?
1: No, I didn't. I've never caught we, one.
0: So Pat can agree to this. Um, well, you won't catch a gar because they won't eat your bait. Really? Yeah. There's nothing that you can give them; they will eat and so not on I'm okay a, with that cuz they
1: they really do not look like a you, fun you fish. think you're okay with They're that
0: weird. now let you smell them you're absolutely okay with it <laughs> dude so you know the smell of quote-unquote fishy" yeah, right yeah so nobody likes the smell of fishy it's yeah, bad right yeah. gar the most fishy it smells like a rotten it smells like it is rotting in the water it is the worst smelling fish you will ever quote-unquote catch in your life.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so to the point that me and Pat, when we're bowfishing, because he's the only friend in Florida that I have that I bowfish with, when we are bowfishing, we will not Purposely shoot a avoided. gar even for practice. <laughs> we will, what's it called when you don't catch anything at all? It's um skunked. Skunked. We will happily go skunked seeing a thousand gar before we shoot a gar.
1: Well, you know, a bad day fishing beats a good day doing a lot of other stuff. So,
0: well, bad day fishing is when you catch a gar <laughs> 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 because they smell so bad. That's good to
1: know. I will. Uh, I don't think we have any gar out here, but
0: uh, no, they do I open in hope- Montana though. They were talking about it on that mediator podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really only ran into them when went to go visit my uh, brother and sister in law down in Houston.
0: Yeah, they do have them down there.
1: Yeah, they're weird looking fish, though.
0: They are weird. They look like the well, dude. First off, let's mention hammerhead sharks real quick. They are the hammerhead shark of fish, only without obviously the, the hammer Minus part. The hammerhead. Yeah, they're just really weirdly yeah, shaped. But they are because uh, hammerhead sharks. Why on earth are they shaped like that?
1: That's a great
2: question.
0: Their I eyes. I don't have the answer. They're to like that. we need our eyes this wide, but we don't need our body this wide. <laughs> Like yeah. our, our eyes need to be wider than our bodies, but our bodies don't need to be this wide.
1: Yeah, they are goofy looking.
0: Another interesting thing is they're endangered, and if you catch them while on a boat, as soon as you recognize it's a hammerhead, you're supposed to cut them loose no matter how much line you have left. Really? Yeah. If you bring them up to the boat, they will be so stressed out that by the time they swim away, they'll have. I, I believe it's a heart attack. I don't know what it is that happens. Yeah, more or less. But they do die. That's you crazy. You cannot bring them up to a boat the level of stress induced on them, they will die.
1: That's crazy. I did not know that. As
0: soon as you know that that's a hammerhead on the line, you're supposed to cut the line as short as you can physically reach your arm out and cut the line. That's it. There is no pull it in a little closer to cut it shorter. Nope. Let it go. Wow. Yep. Hmm. That's my understanding. Yeah. I I believe it. So they're speaking of fishing for y'all.
1: Yep. Yeah, hobbies. I think I covered them. Yeah,
0: you got um, guns, hunting, outdoors. Yeah. Oh yeah, you went hunting this year, didn't you?
1: Yes, we did. We got skunked.
0: Did you? Yeah. Would you go hunting for? Did you have tags? Would you? We
1: had. Uh, so I personally had tags for cow elk and buck mule deer. Okay. Was uh, that
0: well a mule deer? That's not over the counter, is it?
1: No, I put in for both of these tags. Oh. So yeah. they were draws. Okay. Uh, roommate had um. The same same draws, and then he got an over-the-counter uh, bull elk tag. Okay. We went uh, – we were in unit 18, and we were up there for five or six days. Um, In five or six days, the only things we saw were four does and one little spike. And, of course, we saw that spike – uh right after we decided to pack up camp and head home so both the trucks were loaded up guns put away of course of course you know we we literally pulled out of
0: camp and are you allowed to shoot a spike elk
1: well this was a spike buck mule,
0: de- mule oh, okay. deer okay mule deer yeah. sorry are you allowed to shoot a spike out here
1: uh spike mule deer yeah okay yeah uh, i believe elk the minimum is a four by four
0: so um, in Florida you can't shoot a spike, or in the South like Alabama, Florida you can't shoot a spike of deer. But granted, the deer are a quarter of the size of what they are out here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: we don't call them mule deer. But
1: we, well, no, they're white tail. Yeah, we just call you them You know, that's tail. my favorite thing about my trip to South Dakota was we actually saw white tail.
0: You also can see on your way up there. You can see, um, oh, what are they called? Proghorn.
1: Oh yeah, we saw plenty of pronghorn. Pronghorn, right yeah. at the right at the border of uh, Wind Cave and Custer, saw saw a nice little herd of pronghorn.
0: I got a fat ticket on my way back from South Dakota last time when I was <laughs> in South Dakota when I was in uh, Wyoming.
1: Oh well, you know there's nothing out there, so
0: I was going like ninety and a sixty apparently. I, that would be very easy to do out the, there. The cop goes, I was on the phone too, and um, I was on the phone with a girl, and the cop goes, "Do uh, he's like, you know how fast you're going?" I was like, "No, sir." He goes you're going to 87 and I was like I believe it he, he looked at me he's like what I was like well I'm not gonna argue with you <laughs> like <laughs> well, I'm not uh, sorry what you like, to say
1: I was going 65
0: yeah I was like well, yeah, you know, I don't know dude I'm like I'm, I believe you yeah. like you don't do you have a reason to lie to me like I don't he's like no I'm not gonna lie to you I was like all right then I believe you yeah. like I'm sorry like I'm, I'm on the phone there's nobody around like literally nobody around nobody at all and so uh he gave me a ticket for like the 15 over, like the true amount I was actually doing. And I was oh. like, you're a jerk. Are you kidding? You didn't even cut me a break? What? I've
1: never gotten a speeding ticket for the true amount.
0: Me neither, until I was honest. <laughs> so from now on, I'm running. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. You want to hear something crazy about speeding? Yeah. I was in Thornton recently. I was headed up to uh to St. Nick to see Caldy. And I was picking him up from... Uh, it's like 1108 fab or something like that I was doing his body mount relocation or body mount chop or something like that and so i'm driving up there i'm going through thorin and i'm going a little fast and i'm in the fast lane though and i'm not going like dangerously fast like i'm not worried about people cutting me off right yeah and so because you're uh, you know sometimes you're going fast enough that you're like don't get in front of me don't get in front of me it's bad right i wasn't going that fast and so I'm going – there's a dude going slow in my lane, and so dotted line comes up. I'm in the, the HOV lane, the fast lane, which you pay for if you're going – You're, if on, you're, not you're HOV. on 25 or you're on twenty six. 25. Okay. And so I'm on 25, headed north. I get over the dotted line. I get out of the lane, pass the guy safely, blinkers and all, get back in the lane, keep going. I'm like well into the you know t- double line now. Uh and I look at my mirror and I've checked my mirrors forty percent of my forward driving. I'm looking at my mirrors. Oh 100%. I'm significantly checking my mirrors. Yeah. A little bit of it bends, has me yep. And so I'm like, oh shoot. And so I slam on the brakes because I know a little-known secret. If they don't have you tagged in an official speed, they cannot write you a ticket. Yes. They cannot guess your speed. Yes. You can be to 200 miles an hour. If the time that radar hits you at 65, that's all they can do. Yep. It doesn't matter. You can be smoking tires and brakes sliding to a stop. They can only go off what that device what they, yes. says you're going. Yes. And so he never got a speed on me. He pulls me over. He's furious. He goes, "Why was I going over a hundred miles an hour and I couldn't catch up to you?" <laughs> well, I'm not a Tacoma anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coyote motor. Yeah. And it's not twin turbo yet either. <laughs> and I was like, I, "I don't know, officer. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm you know, I'm just trying to meet my buddy." And he's like, "He's like, what are you doing? Where are you going?" I was like, "I don't. I don't have an excuse, man." And so. He's like, how fast are you going? I was like, isn't that your job? (laughs) (laughs) He wrote me a reckless driving ticket, dude. What? Yeah. And you don't know why? Did you ask to see the gun? What? Did you ask to see the gun? The gun?
1: Yeah. No speed gun.
0: Oh, no. It was reckless driving. You don't have to have a speed for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And so he's like, well, you're out of state, so I'll give you careless driving because you might not have to show up in person. Regardless, uh, I think he knew that careless driving was less likely for me to be able to fight it. So reckless driving, they would lose in court, right? Right. Careless driving, I'm more likely to take a deal on. I go to court like last week because I had it pushed because I was in Florida. I go to court like last week. Get this, all right. This is how screwed up our government is right now or our court system, right? These prosecutors, this prosecutor goes, all right, Mr. Sweets, because I met with him on Zoom. All right, we're standing right here. I met with him on Zoom, (laughs) and I was like, I was like, all right, you know what? What do we do here? And she's like, all right, Mr. Sweets, oh, we're just gonna give you a headlight ticket, two points, and then you can uh, go on your way. I was like, "Uh, wait, 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 wait a second, headlight ticket? And she's like, yeah, we're just gonna say your headlight was out. And I was like, in front of the judge? And she's like, yeah. I was like,
1: but my headlight wasn't out.
0: Yeah, I was like, my headlight wasn't out. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 we're gonna get rid of your careless driving. I was like, you mean the same careless driving? that you get charged with if you kill somebody while driving? And she's like, "Yes, the same one." And I'm like, "But you're giving me a, a headlight ticket."
1: Which is a false headlight ticket, by the
0: way. Correct. So she wants both me and her to lie to the judge. Essentially, the judge knows what's going on, right? It doesn't right, matter. Right. But she essentially wants to say, "Your headlight was out" and have me go, "Yes, yes your was. honor, I'm, I'm guilty." So sorry. Yes. "Yes, your honor, I'm so guilty. I'm sorry." I plead guilty. That's correct. And the prosecutor would go, you know what? We're only gonna charge him with hundred and forty dollars for the same charge that you get if you accidentally kill somebody. The granted they're third degree or fourth third or fourth degree traffic misdemeanors versus first degree traffic misdemeanors yeah, based on if there's death or accident or whatever. Right. And the reason the cop wrote me a ticket, he said I crossed the double line on the right side of a vehicle, overtook the vehicle, and then re-entered the fast lane. That was what he said was illegal. And she goes, it's $140. And I go, I'm not fighting that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) She goes, your headlight was out. It's $140. I said, my headlight was out. I'm paying (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) That is so messed up. Oh, 100%.
0: So
1: 100%. But – also kind of sweet because you got off for a hundred bucks, 140 bucks.
0: You know, when I get pulled over, when I get a ticket, I'm kind of like, and for those who've ridden with me, Nick, um, who know how I drive most of the time. And I do, I truly, I do try to be safe, but I do drive fast, especially when no one's around. Um, I try to drive safe for other drivers, I guess I should say for me, myself, I consider myself a good driver. Yeah. And so I'm not worried about me, myself wrecking in my vehicle. Right. But I do drive safe when I'm around other people, even if it is fast, right? Yeah. I'll sacrifice warping my rotors to slam on my brakes, and I know that I won't. We're not going to get into this too deep. Because it's going to sound really bad, no matter how I say this. Um. But, yeah, I. anytime I get pulled over, I'm essentially like, I deserve this.
1: Yeah. I. I mean, Which I've most been, of us do. I've been pulled over – I want to say, three or four times for speeding. Yeah. And every time, you know, they walk up. You know why I pulled you over? I think so. I mean, I have an idea. Yeah. How fast are you going? I I Uh, won't admit. (laughs) I think I was going about eight over. Well, sir, you were going ten over. Well, okay, that sounds about Let's negotiate down to six. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, and I've never paid. I've never had to pay the full amount.
0: Six is usually the break of the first one. So if they're really mad, they'll give you an entry level to the second price of ticket, which would be like seven or eight. Um, but if they're like willing to just concede, they'll give you like five or six over. Yeah. That's like the cap on the first cheapest level
2: of yeah,
1: ticket. Yeah, I, I don't so I don't think I ever paid for a ticket that was more than five over.
0: Yeah. Lucky you.
1: Yeah. You know, charming face. Dude, nice I got I,
0: yeah, it's a beard. <laughs> I got um that's a heavy D sparks beard right there, yeah. but you're a diesel brothers all the way. Dude, every time I drive it to Coma. If we go, that's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the deal brothers. If we go, dude, when I go out to the bar, there's so many times I have people tell me I look like Heavy D Sparks. He's bald, bro. He's bald. He's or balding. Well, your beard's way shorter. Well, now it is. It was a little longer. It was like halfway between what it is now and what yours is. It was like halfway between. Yeah. Which would be like a third of the way between mine and his. Because his is still longer than yours. Oh, yeah. And so it was like a th- a third. But I'm like, what, have you guys seen him recently? <laughs> like in the past <laughs> 10 years maybe? Yeah. I look like his maybe frat boy pictures back when he was like 22. Yeah. But, yeah. That's funny. I get that a lot. I think that is now my most – like my celebrity lookalike though.
1: You know what I get the most? Zach Brown. Oh. You do. I get Zach Brown a
0: lot. Bro, if it wasn't for being demonetized, I'd play some chicken fried right now.
1: Yeah. That's a great song.
0: I don't know if Spotify demonetizes me. Thank you, by the way, to all of my listeners who've tuned in on all three and a half, ep- not two and a half, now three and a half episodes. Because we're somehow monetized on Spotify. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. A few hundred listeners already, dude. Perfect. Like people love talking outdoors and trucks, and this is a straight outdoors whiskey and completely BS episode. Oh yeah. But maybe we've I'll, only I'll we've probably only, we've it only made it
1: through four questions. Uh, let's see what we do. Uh, chicken parm. Yep. Uh, and then uh, linguine Alfredo. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but not. Yeah. I I I feel like the term Alfredo does not do it justice. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was doctored up pretty good. Onions, peppers, Bell peppers. garlic, a uh, bunch of spices and that's fantastic. You should can that and sell it. I'd buy it over Bertolini any day of the week.
0: Is that a new business for me? It could be. Just like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Lays off road pasta sauce.
0: Now we're all of a sudden doing a podcast. We're doing coffee. Yep. Shout-out to Navigo Coffee Co., our number one favorite, best, and only sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) For now. You like that ad? I do. That's a great ad. All right, I'm going to sit back down. I
1: I love the cheesy jokes that are in it.
0: Those are called puns.
1: Well, you know, potato, potato, but they're funny, and they make me laugh.
0: What are you laughing about, Chris?
1: Uh, You and your fucking...
0: Mullet? Modern mullet? Cut that out.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I'll just put a dolphin sound over your F F word. You and your I, uh, bullet. Only, I
1: only half said it. Effin. I, I only half said it. I know this is family friendly.
0: <laughs> That's because of you, mom. Shout out, Miss Mom Sweets. Absolutely. Mamas. She told me we don't cuss in front of ladies. Not only did she tell me that, she got on to me about that, bro. With my social media. Like, the cursing while doing donuts or whatever, like, having fun (laughs) with friends, like, BSing around or whatever. Yeah. And she didn't want to introduce me to a specific female my age that she knows, and she was like, you're not going to add her on social media because of the way you talk on Instagram. There you
1: go. Yeah. There's some... Moms have rules, man.
0: Absolutely. So, because of that, in this podcast, we are respectful... Because of the ladies.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs> um, we talk about your hobbies. How would you get into off-roading, dude? Did you do much of that in your— Well, okay, first off, what car did you move to Colorado in? Because that was— 2009 Honda CRV. Yep, what was your first car? First car ever? Yeah.
1: 1983 Chevy Suburban Custom Deluxe with a 454. Poop brown.
0: I remember that, actually. I remember you telling me about that, actually. That
1: thing was built like a tank. We used to, we grew up with that. It was parked out in front of the cul-de-sac for a while. Yeah. We used to use that thing as a backstop to play baseball.
0: Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Guess how many dents were in it? None. Uh, yeah, I was None. about to say one and a half. None. <laughs> None. They built those things like tanks. That Chevy. Was my That was my first. Like a rock. And then I had a 1998 Honda Accord. Okay. And I drove that uh, until we actually had a flood in Indiana. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. A flood flood of ice? What do you mean? Water. Rain. We had like, I I don't want to misspeak, but I want to say we had like five inches of rain in like an hour and a half and it flooded my car. What car was this? 1998 Honda Accord.
0: 98 Honda Accord. I could. see That was see one that. of my.
1: That was one of my favorite cars ever. Really? Oh, I don't know what it was about it, but I just loved it.
0: Let's go through progression. What did you have? At, so your first car was the Suburban, then yep. the Honda Accord. I think it. Yep. Then what?
1: In 2009 CRV. And then 2018 Tacoma.
0: That's it. Yeah. Okay. Four cars. Four cars. You want to go through mine real quick?
1: <laughs> no, because we're trying to keep the podcast under four hours. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 95 F-150, <laughs> 1974 to Maverick, 89 Bronco, 2006 Oldsmobile, something or another that I traded in after two days to the junkyard for money because I got that with the Bronco in exchange for pressure washing the dude's <laughs> fence or whatever. Um, so 80, yeah, it was 89 Bronco. And then, gosh, after that 2006 or so, 2000, no, 2004, Ford uh, Escape, the Escape. Ah, we called it the Escape. Yes. Like, I, I shop at. Uh, Target. Yeah, Target. Right, mm-hmm. it's fancy. Yeah. So the escape, and then we wrapped it matte black. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> did not do anything to anything on the car, but we had a little bit. Lar- we had wheels and tires off of a Ford Ranger, and when I put them, because I I owned a Ford Ranger that was, it was like a 2004 also, but it was blown up, did a motor swap, whatever, blah blah. Transmission was messed up, so I got rid of it. Took the wheels and tires off of the Ranger. They had like three engine they do they stuck out so far (laughs) on the escape. (laughs) actually a memory recently came up of that thing also show you a picture real quick i want to see this thing actually i'll even try i'll throw it in the youtube video i'll try and throw it on the youtube video here are we being
1: recorded right now yeah
0: video no oh it's just sound all right but in youtube so in the youtube clip i just have the blaze logo yeah so the the problem is our government (laughs) so when you have So a video camera is taxed differently on importation laws than a photo. Videos over 30 minutes at a time is considered a videography camera rather than photography camera. Really? Yeah. And so it's taxed differently at a much higher rate.
1: How does that work on GoPros?
0: They're a video camera. They're taxed higher.
1: Really?
2: Yeah.
0: They pay the video tax on that. It's a percentage. Wow. Yeah. And I, I, tru- I say it's a percentage thing. Truly, I don't know exactly how it works, but I do know that is why it's the duties, tariffs, and taxes is why it's different. I had no idea. Yep. And so, like, my Sony Alpha Series camera, it is not... And it's, it's a more affordable one. It's not the A6000. It's something a little bit above that 6300, 6100, something like that. Um, It is not... It does not video over 30 minutes. Really? Yeah. You can buy a Sony A7 or A9 for... Three, four, five thousand dollars, it will not video more than 30 minutes.
1: I had no idea.
0: And it'll take photos. You can blow up the billboard size with I say 4K because it's video, but you know, pixel perfect resolution 4K quality. Yeah, pixel perfect resolution to billboard size. Wow. Yeah, 100 and something megabyte cameras that are tens of thousands of dollars and they won't video more than 30 minutes. (laughs) So I have to buy a I think the one I found was the Sony. I love Sony, guys. The autofocus is incredible. And honestly, Sony is the camera that you buy if you don't want to be a photographer. It's just, it's a. It I'm does a canon all guy. of the work for you.
1: I'm a Canon guy. Yeah.
0: That's fine. Sony does all the work for you. Oh, I believe it. And so that's I why mean, I like Sony. That's I why mean, I, I just Sony. take
1: pictures on my Canon, but I don't do anything with them.
0: That's me. Dude, I have so much GoPro footage. It's stupid. Yeah.
1: between Between my GoPro and my Canon, I have. Thousands of photos, hours of video, guess where they are?
0: Uh, On a memory card or on a drive, a cloud. On a memory card. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But every time a new GoPro comes out, you look at it like, I want that.
1: Yeah, I look at it and I'm like, oh, man, this one shoots an even higher quality. Yeah. Mm, Maybe I should get that.
0: Yeah. That's consumerism at its finest. Absolutely. That's exactly what I talked about in episode one uh, slash sound test. Yes.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: consumerism so um let's move back a little bit
1: all right we're on question six now
0: how'd you get into off-roading they're not numbered. are you counting
1: well yeah (laughs) one two three four five six
0: how'd you get into off-roading but
1: uh well so i I bought the tacoma yep uh because i always wanted one
0: wait when so you decided you like looks when you saw in person yeah and so then, all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I will get a... Th- I do like a third... I will get a third gen.
1: Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I liked them. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to buy, but I liked them. And uh, moved out here, had some good things happen at work, and okay. decided it was time to get out of the CRV and go buy a Tacoma. Fair. Also, really funny story, right before I got the Tacoma, a uh, roommate and I went camping with some friends out in what... We refer to as the Banana Leaf Forest.
2: That's um, weird.
1: It was out in the Ra- Route National Forest somewhere. I honestly... Where I'm not, is that? I'm not sure I could find it again. Uh, if you took Highway 40 into Kremlin and then continued on like you were going to Steamboat... um Oh, okay. But okay. cut off on, I don't remember the road right now, but you cut off and you kind of go over Gore Pass and come back down. Okay. Somewhere way back in there. And, uh, we used to, my roommate had a Dodge, uh, Dodge Journey. <laughs> okay. And it was all wheel drive. That was the only vehicle we had in our household that was all wheel drive. Okay. So we used to always take that camping. And, uh, And we went out, we took my CRV, which was just two-wheel drive. It wasn't all-wheel drive. It was just a two-wheel drive, and we took that out to the Banana Leaf. and Front-wheel drive? Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, you want to talk about a short wheelbase. That thing had a short wheelbase, and it had a hitch on it. Um, I drugged that hitch on almost every little whoop that we drove over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. i i mike and i honestly we were driving back and i didn't know we would be able to get ourselves back out oh yeah and we did that's scary we did uh but almost immediately i went to the toyota dealership and i was like i want to buy i want to buy a tacoma yeah um so then i bought the tacoma and really got into off-roading because of my love of camping um that's fair and wanting to get out and away from people. I don't like to camp in campgrounds.
0: You know, the only campgrounds I'm okay with camping in with are the ones out in Moab. So, I texted you two pictures. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, you're looking at your phone. Yes. And so, out in Moab, I forgot what the road is. It's the road that follows the river the whole way. Um, both Potash directions. Road. I don't know, dude. That's where I blew my diff up, okay? The Potash Thanks Road? Thanks to Austin. Oh, Jesus, Fal- I'm falls, so stuffed falls up. The, Follows the river? Yeah, thanks West to Austin town. for picking me up off this side. Of, actually, he picked me up in town. We managed to get me all the way back into town with the tow truck. No thanks to Geico. 22 hours later, it took <laughs> me.
1: Oh, so I should change my insurance company?
0: Yeah. Well, they. I mean, to be fair, on their part, they couldn't find a tow company to come get me. I was on the pavement, though. I was, like, right off the pavement, but whatever. Yeah. Um, If you need to rent a trailer because you broke down out in Moab, hit me up. Royal Rentals, Colorado. We now have uh, car hauling trailers. But, Chris, what did I just text you a picture of? We were talking about this a second ago. The Escape. The Escape. (laughs) And so, I'll throw this picture up in the YouTube video. This is what we were talking about that we skipped over. This is my 2004 Ford Escape that was a six-cylinder, but it was front-wheel drive. And this is really where I took the... Those KO2s? Those are KO2s. And they stuck out.
1: I know you guys already talked about this in the podcast, but it's a great tire.
0: I I know. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people are fanboys. And I'm a fanboy of Mickey's, but I'm not a fanboy of KO2s. He's looking through pictures right now. Here, bud. That's great. Look at my phone. I, I love the wrap. You can swipe through. So the only thing on that vehicle that was never wrapped was the roof and the back hatch. It was always white. The hood the hood was the first thing that was wrapped. It took about another few weeks to get the doors and the fenders wrapped. But I think
1: you should bring the escape back.
0: I should buy an escape now. Yeah. A four cylinder ceil- or a six cylinder four wheel or all wheel drive escape. Yeah. Weld the front and the rear diff. <laughs>
1: yes. Wrap <laughs> it matte black.
0: Yeah. That'd be dope. That's a true overlander, dude. You see the mattress in the back? I did. That is not an air mattress. <laughs> that is a true mattress. <laughs> One of my friends, she's from Brazil. She came up here, and we were camping in the escape. We slept in that truck in the back of that thing for uh, like dude, a couple some weekends. Dude, this flex on this thing too. Yeah, I know. I'm flex. That was it's the like day six I got. Inch curb. That was the day that I got mad at my boss and told him off and got fired. <laughs> 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 I went up to this like that was actually dude that curb got up to like a foot and a half. Yeah, it's like it's only like eight inches in this picture though. Um. Yeah, you should no look right there. Look at that. Yeah, that's solid flex. It is. You well, should
1: you should bring it back.
0: I should go buy an old Escapade. This thing had a thirty inch light bar in it at one point. It had <laughs> some pods. Was it
1: was it self tapped to the roof?
0: We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> it was self tapped into the bumper <laughs> because that's what people upgrade to, right? Is self tapped Chinese light bars. Yeah, that is a upgrade.
1: To some people, it is
0: inside jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, you got into off-roading because you like outdoorsy stuff. You found yourself at Tacoma because you guys thought that you were not going to survive your camping trip into the banana you call leaf it? forest. Banana leaf forest. You know, nope. it's, you, are you familiar with banana spiders?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Did you have those in Indiana or no? No, that was a, you. See, so you experienced that was, those. In that Ocala. was a Florida thing. Yeah,
1: not a fan. I don't like things that have eight legs.
0: Banana spiders can't hurt you.
1: I don't care if they can't hurt me. Do you know I about like the Daddy look? Long Legs? Did you know on Daddy Long Legs?
0: I might be giving you the same fun fact here. Oh,
1: If you lick their belly, what? they taste like an Altoid.
0: What in the world? That is yeah. not the fun fact I had. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Yes. Do you know what my fun fact is? That they're the most poisonous spider in the yes! world. <laughs> Do it. I promise you, it tastes like an Altoid.
0: I'm not doing it. Do it. <laughs> no, you know why I'm not doing it? Because they're the most poisonous spider in the world. No, because your skin is about, I believe it's 40 mils, which would be 40 ten thousandths of an inch thick. I don't, I don't remember. And they need like 32 thick. And your tongue is much less thick than yeah, your skin do it. is. Do it. It's so, like an Altoid. So if they bite your tongue while you're licking them, well, then you're I'd done. Die. Yes. That's
1: okay. Yeah, it's like an Altoid. Nature's that's not okay. nature, Nature's breath mint. are
0: <laughs> just like cavemen are over here licking Daddy long-leg bellies. Yeah, before they went
1: home to their cave women. Oh, I have a date with who? Oh, doesn't <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that no, cultural appro-
0: appropriation? Oh, I don't
2: know. No, we're, oh, not, right we're not We're I not getting feel. into that
1: on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but no, they 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 very minty, just like an Altoid. Wow, I. Highly recommend anybody try it and then DM me on
0: Instagram and let me know how it was. Also, do not let them bite your tongue because I believe that the skin no, we do not recommend that actually, Chris. No, we do not recommend that. I can't say that. (laughs) Liability wise, we do not recommend that you be licking spiders' bellies. Yes. Please don't.
1: But they do taste like an altoid.
0: This is a hot reel right here.
1: I'm dead serious.
0: Do not lick a spider's belly. Chris thinks so, but do not go licking a spider's tummy.
1: It's tricky. They're small.
0: We're not doing it. Um What type of off-roading is your favorite, dude?
1: I like going fast. Me too. I I I enjoy all phases of off-roading, but I I like going fast.
0: Yeah. At least as fast I, I mean, as two just, five just, on a mid travel will let you.
1: Well, probably more than what it will let me. But yeah, I I like going fast.
0: I like going fast enough that long travel to go fast is my ideal, my ideal platform. Oh yeah, uh, I mean 120 honestly, miles an hour is my as, goal.
1: As soon as my truck is no longer daily, uh, I would I would love to
0: long travel it. I can confidently tell you. <laughs> But with your setup, (laughs) you can jump your truck at about 95 miles an hour in Pismo Beach and be perfectly fine.
1: I've done it. Not at Pismo Beach, but I've done it.
0: Well, I did it at Pismo, and there's a video of it on my YouTube. If
1: you ever see me driving around, you'll notice it's my truck because the uh, front bumper valence is ripped off.
0: Of an off-road that doesn't have the low-hanging one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Correct. Yeah, it's ripped off. Um, It was fun, though.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, all right, so now we're gonna get into products a little bit, dude. Oh. This one's specific to the truck though, and I I think I could answer this one. My guess is gonna be two five DSCs. But what is your favorite big ticket item that you've purchased purchased for your truck? You hit the nail on the head, my and man. And you're not an influencer. You did nope. not get any of this stuff for free.
1: Nope. I didn't get discounts. <laughs> no, my my Fox two and a half DSCs are by far my favorite. Thing that I have purchased for my truck.
0: Yeah. And I do not blame you because they are the favorite thing that I had on my Tacoma they as well.
1: They are beautiful.
0: And I highly recommend that the build process goes something like this. Save up. You have two options. Save up, buy two 5DSCs, and then also end up getting wheels and tires. Or, buy your wheels and tires with fifty one hundreds that are super cheap and then save up over time and buy two five DSEs. But either way, either way. You end up with two five DSEs.
1: I mean I bought I bought my wheels and tires three months before I bought the
2: lift.
0: Yeah, and they sat in your house, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You want to talk about temptation?
0: No. Walk joke. out to
1: your garage every morning and see them beautiful tires and
0: wheels just sitting there. Shake your head as you walk to that stock truck. Yeah, especially a stock long bed. Yeah, they don't really look good. Stock. <laughs> hey, I got him to admit it. Podcast <laughs> is over. All right, I love you guys. See you later. That is it.
1: Stock is stock on a on a double cab long bed just doesn't look right.
0: Not on a Toyota. No. Not on the Tundra. No. Not on the Tacoma. No. And I'll be straight up not on an F C on an F one fifty or a Ranger, but. No. On a Super Duty, they're okay. On yeah. a diesel of any sort, they're okay. Yeah. But on anything midsize or under, which actually I guess Tacomas are midsize, so I guess F, you know, a One Series fifteen hundred, yeah, or ton, lower, half ton, half ton, half ton, ton, of ton of or ways. lower, it's not okay. No, no.
1: Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think I think. Uh, I, was it Caldy that was talking about it? Maybe Josh. Nick. Maybe Josh did uh, earlier in the episode two, but yeah. You know, I mean, think about the part of your truck that touches the road, right? Tires. Josh. Yeah. And and uh, what part connects your truck to the tires, man? Yeah. Suspension, right? You you knock those two things out, and you can do a lot.
0: Yeah. The wheels are all metal, so they're all aesthetic. No matter who you buy them from. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, I run Icon Rebound alloys and I love them. But yep. uh, if I would do it over honestly, I'd probably run Steely's.
0: Oh, uh, I would run. Well, maybe not Steely's cheap aluminum, but, but, but a, yeah, a cheap like what one. I had. Yeah, so my like those
1: th- those Pro Comp's you had yeah. were nice yeah. and they look good.
0: Yeah, they were the Pro Comp bullet wheels. So they were sixty nine series, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was they were. Good, it was good I bought wheel. them on sale. I bought six of them and they were eighty nine dollars a piece. Yeah and mine were a bit more than that yeah they were as were josh's yeah and as were nicks caldy's they are nicks are actually for sale he has methods i believe they are and they're gold and they are really really nice but i have um Method what? i don't know
1: mm, i might nick i might be messaging you
0: yeah and I kind of you know want, what I he has K O two's on them.
1: I kind of want to put golds on my cement gray.
0: That would look good. Yeah. And those K O 2s actually only have like a couple thousand, like a few thousand miles on them, Even like ten thousand or something.
1: Nick, I'm gonna DM you
0: for sure. Look at that. I'm bringing people together. Uh, you know what my dream wheels are? What? Well, for the four fifty. Oh, I, oh. For four fifty, I know
1: this. We talked about this a long time ago.
0: For the one fifty, it's gonna be the same as what they were for the Tacoma, but they oh. didn't make them for Tacoma because Tacoma doesn't make enough power to require oh, are they? these.
1: Why do I, why do I, the name is on the tip of my tongue.
0: So, so the type of wheel they are is obviously like American force and, uh, you know, all those like true billet wheels are, you know, they're made of billet blocks basically. And they're, they're ground down or whatever they're machined down, um, specialty forged American force. A lot of those wheels are the, the show wheels and pavement princess wheels. Right. Which that's what I would want for my four fifty. I want to set up black. Uh, I probably want twenty two fives, but I don't know if I want to be limited to semi truck tires, and so I think I might actually go twenty fours on that, um, but make them look like the semi truck wheels. Yeah. Um, but either way, on on the truck for off roading for racing and or whatever, innovates? innovate. Innovate. That's you know? what it so was. Like, innovate racing wheels, but they're like eight or nine hundred. They're over. They're like eight fifty a piece, dude. Yeah, they're a nasty wheel though. Well,
1: they would look so good.
0: I'm I'm really looking into doing. And this is completely separate from them and this is a bad time to say this because it seems super selfish to say it now, but I am looking into doing. I'm talking to Brian at Vox United. So that's the other Brian that I know. Um that's who we built the Hersheck truck with. And I'm looking at doing water project stuff down in down in Mexico, man. Like he does a lot of work in Africa and yeah. that's amazing to me. It's awesome. Like I want to go over there. I want to do all that with him and I intend to and plan to. That's currently the plans so that I'll go with them. but for me I wanted I grew up watching the Baja 1000 man. I grew up you know Mexico being a passion of mine in a lot of ways and that hits a lot closer to home for me. And so I'm actually looking at working with a lot of companies and innovates one of the ones I'm going to reach out to and w- regardless of how we partner with them, whether it's sharing social media posts, whether it's them giving us, you know, money f- straight towards being spent on building wells for people in Mexico, uh, or whether it's product, which no matter which way it is, like, Innovate is a company that I have a lot of respect for, and I do want to work with in some form or fashion going forward.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, for everybody hearing the uh, nasty wheels too, springy noise, Chris was getting more whiskey. Shh. <laughs> I'll get better mic stands here soon. <laughs> I thought these were good enough, but you can hear the springs on them. So. Yeah. But, no, I have a lot of respect for Innovate. They do a lot of good work. You see I have a Kibby Tech hat here. Yep. Um, Matt and Ryan. It's good Ryan being the owner and Matt being the, the CAD guy who's helped me a ton over the past year and a half. Uh, I love amazing their guys. Instagram. They have some good products. They do. <laughs> they have some of the best products in the <laughs> world, bro. <laughs> Honestly, like, upper control arms. I want to talk to Matt about if he can design me some and convince Ryan to allow him to manufacture some long travel stuff for me. I'm in. Yeah, for the F one hundred and fifty. Um,
1: or the Tacoma, that'd be cool too.
0: Yeah, I don't know if the Tacoma requires enough power or has enough power to require a fifteen hundred dollar upper control arm, (laughs) fully billet aluminum, engineered to perfection.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah be cool though
0: it is absolutely cool granted my spcs didn't hold up to my abuse yours did
1: mine have yeah that just means
0: you don't abuse uh, it the same way i have
1: yeah, yeah
0: probably mine were a little rough
1: i i did have to replace my upper ball joints though after a while
0: i have a set that i need to warranty out so if anybody wants a set of upper ball joints I will happily sell them to you as a backup set after I'll I get a em. brand new set. I'll take them. I don't know how much they're worth. That's okay. I'll take them. I'll trade you a bottle of whiskey. Deal. Deal. Not this one because you drank half of it.
1: I'll get you another one. Of the there's same. W- there's, of the same there's actually another bottle of the same stuff in my truck right now. I bought two.
0: Cool. I'll trade you for a brand new set of SBC Upper Ball Joints for you to keep with you. Dude, mine went bad, and when they went bad – They went bad so fast that by the time I got halfway through Kansas, my front tires were shot from here, from Denver, when I was driving to North Carolina. Wow. They went bad at about the Colorado border within two or three hundred miles. They're bad enough that my front tires were shot. That's when they go bad, they go quick. Maintain your stuff, boys. Dude, they had grease in them and everything. Mm. It was the, I, I don't know, I messed them up, man. Yeah. I was super rough on them. I let them get out of alignment quite a few times, and then I'd put them back in, in alignment. That is, and I don't know. It just they they went bad. When they did, it was done. So, yeah. Um. Fair big ticket item, obviously suspension. Your two five DSEs, dude. This is the hot question, mm. and so I have the this questions is- broken up into like you who you are your hobbies and your truck and then i go into products for camping and off-roading and stuff but this question specifically is the last question regarding your truck
1: yeah this is the only question that i don't know if i know an answer to
0: yeah this is gonna be most people especially people who have tacomas because we all loved dude i loved my tacoma and you know i did yeah um you're around me enough to know how much i loved it you were there for both of my wrecks you were there for like everything that happened to that truck and it, uh, I loved that truck so much, but what's the next truck that you'll buy, man? And keep in mind, Toyota won't make a new Tacoma for the next 36 years. Well, I
1: can, <laughs> I, I, I can confidently say as much as I love my Tacoma, it probably will not be another
0: Tacoma. Unless, what would they have to do to get you to buy another one?
1: Honestly, I don't know if they could do something. I I love the truck, but it's just a little small cab wise.
0: Yeah, so there is nothing they could do because that's that's yeah, that truck. and it's
1: the midsize truck, right? I knew it. I knew it when I bought it, but um,
0: for most people, power is what they could change. Yeah, they could change I, the motor and transmission. They they
1: change power, yeah, but
0: but for you, it's the size, but
1: cab size. Okay, um, fair. I do kind of like the new Tundras. Okay. Uh, I saw it in person. Yeah. I saw I, I mean, they, two of them at SEMA. They look pretty good.
0: They did not look good in C, at SEMA, uh, and they did not look good at first. Well. But.
1: Maybe it's like me and the Tacoma Shout ones out to
0: C4 Fabrication. Yes. No, no, no. Keep in mind. I saw them in person.
1: That bumper. The bumper that I saw is fantastic.
0: Those 37s are stuffed, though. They have to do more work to get those to clear all the way. Yeah. But. But I, do, I do know that for a fact. Those tires need to be cleared. But the way that it looks with those tires, regardless of clearance or not, because you can always make more clearance. Yep. Hashtag torch to the firewall. <laughs> <laughs> um, That bumper looks sick. Yes. I wish, and this is where the difference between them and Lil B's, my other favorite armor company, comes in. I wish that it followed the body lines of the truck more. But... The branding for them specifically is there yeah. because it looks like your other You can tell bumpers. it's a C4 bumper. Absolutely.
1: So, uh, so yeah. I, I mean, I love the Tundras, the new Tundras. I really like them. Uh, I have yet to see one in person, and I haven't test-driven one yet. Also, big fan of the F-150s and really wouldn't mind getting into a Super Duty uh, Tremor. power stroke.
0: Yeah. Dude, those Tremors are gnarly.
1: I don't even care if it's a tremor.
0: So, I, was, so I, I, I learned. Mean, I get
1: a super duty. It's good, it's going to get some Carly.
0: Dude. So, uh, Alex, buddy, probably roaming on Instagram. He has the Carly suspension on his. He treats it like a Raptor. Yeah. He'll hit washboard roads at 40, 50 miles. hour, 30, 40, 50. And you know as well as I do that 20 to 35, that's the rough spot. Yes. Uh, honestly, 10 to 30, actually. Yes. Ten to thirty—that's where it's hard. Yeah, he'll post a video of him going twenty and then accelerating to forty, like it's nothing. Yeah, but that. also the bigger tire is smaller than the world, and he's on thirty sevens. Yeah, or thirty eights. I don't know, bud. I don't remember what you're on. Sorry, Alex. But I mean, I'm I'm
1: not ruling out a Super Duty on Carly.
0: Yeah. So do you know what suspension I want to run on my four <laughs> fifty? Because it's not Carly, uh, and it's no. not Ultimate Air Ride. What I want to run an any level lift, any level, the hydraulic, yeah, hydraulic over coilover. Yes, yeah, I dig it. That truck is meant to be a pavement princess. that I am going to piss some people off with because I'm gonna take that thing through the mud, I'm gonna take that thang- thing up some gnarly rocks in Moab. You know me, bro, yeah, I can't help myself. <laughs> That you thing's going to have some than, power.
1: wheel harder than anybody else I know.
0: Dude, I'm going to be doing donuts in the middle of the rocks in Moab. Like, I don't... Okay, I'm not going to be doing that because I don't want to tear up Moab. But, like, that's an exaggeration. But, like, I will be smoking some tires on that thing.
1: Yeah. 100%.
0: I... I unfortunately have this view, and a lot of this is from... Like, knowing that trucks are disposable. Disposable is the wrong term. Trucks are replaceable. Yes. And me knowing that trucks are replaceable has led to me feeling like trucks are disposable. (laughs) For those of you that did not get that, if you get in a wreck and you total your vehicle, you need to be thankful because your truck is replaceable and your life is not, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, I just had a friend in a Forerunner. Roll his Forerunner, right? And
1: Is this our mutual friend?
0: Works at a dealership. Nope. Red Forerunner? No. Do you have do you know somebody in a Forerunner that's just a roll their forerunner?
1: No. But I think we know a but I think we have a couple of mutual friends that have four runners, so We do. I had to ask. Um, I'm not very active on social media. You guys will all find that out when you follow me. I'm pretty sure he my doesn't last... accept you for six to
0: nine business uh, months.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure my last Instagram post was from ten months ago, nine months ago.
0: Yeah. Something ridiculous. But I interact,
1: but I don't I, I just don't post a lot.
0: Six to nine business months, folks. Yeah, so I unfortunately somehow picked up and now feel like trucks are disposable. Like, the the feeling of trucks being replaceable has now become trucks are disposable. And I'll be honest with you guys, Blaze Off-Road has done amazing, and I love all of my customers. I'm super thankful for you guys, but I'm not at the point where trucks are <laughs> disposable. Disposable. I don't, that's not how my <laughs> bank account is not set up for his name's Grant. Um, and Grant, I'm glad that you were okay. I saw the pictures from your wreck. Obviously, it wasn't good. We've, we have talked about it briefly, very, very briefly. But, um, also, there was another Tacoma, uh, PN Pacific Northwest Tacoma or something like that. Um, that rolled his Tacoma recently I'm glad you're okay too man and I wish I could see the photos um I'd love for you to send them to me I know that you don't want them to end up on the like total Tacoma's Instagram page or whatever but I promise that's I'll... a thing apparently um he 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 wrecked his truck and said the I'm looking at my Instagram right now I'm trying to find it I have dude I run so many accounts it's ridiculous He said he doesn't want him – he posted on his story that he doesn't want him to end up there. I'm sure if I asked him for him, he'd send him to me, but, yeah. So, unfortunately, for some reason, I feel like trucks are disposable, and I do not have the income to be acting (laughs) like that. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Insurance.
0: My insurance hates me. My insurance won't let me leave them. (laughs) Do <laughs> you remember when the truck fell on my tree? Yeah, I do. So when the truck fell on my tree, when was that?
1: Uh, it
0: was spring. fall time.
1: Was it fall? So it would have been fall 2020. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, it might have been spring. I
1: feel like it was spring. It was
0: spring because the following weekend is when I went up to – Um. What's the town that has all the elk in it? Estes. Estes Park. And that's when. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, it had to have yeah, been. spring. Yeah, it spring, was springtime is when I went down there. And a tree fell on my truck. And then um, a, uh, over a year later, Completely with no random. door handles, Completely I traded random. it in. Yeah. Well, no, is that we had a freak windstorm in Colorado? Right. Yeah. yeah. There was a but it I was mean, like, like once in a hundred year windstorm. We had 130 mile an hour gust. I was down in south of Pueblo, down uh in the Great Sand Dunes National Park. What's the name of? It? Is that it? Yeah,
1: you were just outside of Great Sand. Yeah,
0: Dunes. I was up in the mountains right there, Mount Blanca area. Yeah, yeah. wind blew a tr- dead tree over, ripped off my mirror, both my door handles. Yeah. I was camping, and then I was driving up over the. Tr- I was driving the truck when it happened.
1: It Side note: crazy for all you folks that like to camp too. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to look for widowmakers before you set up camp.
0: And widowmakers would be what, Chris? Dead trees. Dead trees. And if there are dead, dead trees, trees,
1: dead limbs, all that sort of stuff, make sure you look up when you set your camp up.
0: And then, what can you do if you're surrounded, or if there's a couple of them and you can't get out of range of any of them?
1: Uh, find a different camp.
0: You can also park your truck between <laughs> you and them, if you're willing to sacrifice the truck. Or in my recommendation, Florida,
1: my recommendation would be to find a different
0: camp. There's back. so many of them in Florida, though. You can walk up and push them over. Usually, well, you know, yeah, you could. Try usually it. in Florida, you can push them over. You could try it. Out here, I don't think you can really push them over. You'd I don't think to, so. You'd have to try. Yeah. I know most of the dead trees in Florida, though, you can push over. Yeah. But that but is, in, that is but crazy. But in Florida,
1: the root balls are only a foot in the ground anyway, so.
0: Yeah, well, except the three-foot root balls that are on palm trees, you can't snatch <laughs> out with <laughs> 10 that's semi-trucks. The, that's the
1: tap root, though.
0: Dude, those palm tree root balls are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You cannot pull them out with a semi-truck. Yeah. You couldn't pull them out with a Tesla semi-truck, okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um So, a new Tundra, new F-150. Yeah, that's maybe a you,
1: Raptor, that's, maybe a Super Duty.
0: The Raptor. Dude, honestly, I think a Super Duty is the move. I, did, I, I think a 250 diesel to. is the move. And I'll tell you what, guys. So, I had a massive problem, as many of you know, with Toyota and their warranty. And you can message me if you're curious about that for some weird reason. But Ford with their warranty, I've had multiple buddies have tuned and deleted trucks that have something random go wrong, right? Turbo goes bad, transmission, what whatever it is. And Ford's like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, tuned and deleted, dude. That means not the factory exhaust, not not necessarily the factory turbo. Uh, aftermarket, you know, ECU tuning. Yeah, aftermarket t- or transmission control unit TCU tuning. And Ford's like, eh, whatever, we'll do it, we'll fix it for you. Yeah, for free, no cost. They don't care.
1: I'm, I'm really leaning towards a, a Super Duty. I
0: want all my friends in Fords. I just then I don't have to help got, any of you. I got,
1: I got to just wait till dealerships actually have them in stock.
0: <sighs> You're not kidding, dude. Ford's it's, having a hard time, man. I don't know. It's not
1: just Ford though. It's, it's everything.
0: I know, but Ford, 2 I'm following the most right now. I hope none of you guys
1: want a Miller Welder in the next six months.
0: Really? It's that bad. Maybe
1: I shouldn't have said that. It's that bad? Yeah. What about Lincoln? Six to eight weeks, both of them. Yeah. I mean, we— You guys
0: are the top sales for both of them, though, in the Rocky Mountains, right?
1: West of the Mississippi. Yeah. We do have some in stock. Do you want to plug your company? I don't know if I should. That's fine. That's fine. I would love to. If reach you, out if, to him directly. Yeah, just reach out directly. to me directly uh, at CJClark92.
0: Yeah. You'll find out the company when you get the invoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has a logo on it, I'm sure. Yep. I don't know. I haven't got one yeah, yet. I, would, I haven't I would love stuff to stuff my the power company.
1: Tank. It's the greatest company I've ever worked for, but I don't know if I should.
0: Well, it's a welding supply and gas company, and it's in Colorado, and it's in the Denver area, so... If you really, really enti- care, you can look range, it actually. up. Well, based here, range. right? Yeah. Yeah. If you really care, I'm sure you can find it. It's not. What's the What's the one we had competitors of? Air gas. It's not air gas.
1: You know, it's really funny because we had a meeting the other day, and we were talking about what uh, what we should put on our sign out front of the store.
0: Remember that some people I, might end up knowing your company, so don't say too oh, much. man. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> the I, we, we had a sign out front, and we were going to change the slogan on it. and. Not air gas. So, literally, the <laughs> suggestion that I said was that we're not air gas. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is, that's good, though. <laughs> I know. It's good you're not air gas. Yes. Yes. As a consumer, I have not been happy with them. And that has nothing to do with you because I have never worked for a welding supply company.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I suggested not air gas, and uh, it was shot down immediately.
0: Well... Only by people who are thinking uh, politically
1: yeah also the people that probably don't want me to plug
0: the company right now so <laughs> <laughs> well you don't have plugging but I will they are no I'm kidding
1: <laughs> I'm sure um, I'm sure all of our listeners know who we are by now we didn't even have to say the name
0: half no nah, half of them are looking us up dude we have a we have some good listeners out of state though like a lot of a lot of our listeners are well i ship state shout out state. to arizona shout out to california right now and utah those are the it's definitely the southwest united states that's listening
1: that's awesome i will uh ups hard goods to you uh i can't ship gas
0: but you're welcome <laughs> to come and pick it you're up
1: you're welcome to come pick it up
0: as big of a truck as you want to bring. Absolutely. Um, we're not going to report you to DOT.
1: <laughs> Under a I- thousand pounds, you'd be fine.
0: Just tell us you're going local. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm.
0: Not that you can fit a thousand pounds behind a Tacoma. What? No, I can. Um, Argon's heavy, man. I don't even know what I weld with. I weld with one of the mixes. Stargon. Yeah, Stargon. No, that's Stargon. For Stargon? That's what we used for TIG, though, I think. You probably. You probably I know that was me. You probably
1: use a 75 25 mix. 75% argon, C- You know what Stargon is? CO2. That sounds like a proprietary blend.
0: That might be a. Uh, I mean, we
1: have those two. I would say them, but that would definitely tell you who I work for.
0: Stargon is CS and SS shielding gas? Lindy, Lindy, Lindy. Uh, start welding gas something? blends. Lindy. Oh, we don't. Need Form- oh, oh it's formerly Praxair. Formerly, is Praxair not around anymore?
1: Uh, they were bought by Lindy.
0: I've never heard of Lindy.
1: Pra- Praxair is still around, but they they're owned by Lindy.
0: I don't know where I used start on though. I don't know if that was in high school when I was TIG welding, um, or if it was after when I've been MIG welding. I think it must have been. Dude, I feel like it was TIG wel- or Stig weld. Ah, Stig. Now I'm making up new forms of <laughs> welding over here, guys.
1: It e- might just be a, like a UHP argon that you were using for TIG welding. UHP. Ultra high purity.
0: Okay. I'm thinking UHMD. Ultra that? high molecular density. Oh. It's a type of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> nope. like uh, UHP fhp what run no highway patrol yep um bro so we're only
1: through one bank of questions
0: yeah um what's your favorite outdoors product you have ever bought regardless of price and keep in mind we have pricing specific questions coming up so you don't want to paint yourself into a corner on some of those
1: favorite outdoor product
0: Ultimately, this would be mid-range, because we have questions about most expensive and on sub-certain price range coming Mm. up. Oh, man. Uh, That's a good one.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I thought I prepared for this podcast, but I must have skipped over this question. I
0: do send the questions out ahead of time, but I also add questions, although usually they're at the bottom.
1: Uh, Favorite outdoor or off-road product? Mm. Man, can we come back to this?
2: Yeah, we'll come back to this. Can we
1: go on and we'll come back?
0: Do you feel like you've wasted money on any product for your truck or outdoors? That was quick. Yes. What what product?
1: I have an awning.
0: Okay. Why do you feel like you wasted money on awning? Because awnings are cool. I love my awning. Yes.
1: I feel like I wasted money on it because I never use it.
0: That is very fair. But you also do a ton of camping, don't you? I do. And so, you do a ton of outdoorsy stuff.
1: Yes. And so my issue with my awning is typically I'm leaving Denver uh golden uh friday evening by the time i get to camp typically it's already dark out i don't need to yep. shield from the sun or anything like that um when i camp i don't just find a campsite and stay there all weekend and never drive away or anything like that yeah, there's, yeah. like we i i use a ground tent uh, i don't have a rooftop tent or anything like that you just use a ground tent so we establish our camp, and then a lot of times, you know, Saturday morning rolls around, we make breakfast, we, and, and then we roll out. We either go fishing, exploring, riding some trails, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, we tend to be pretty mobile. And as much as I love my awning and as much as, as easy as it is to set up and tear down, does not take very long to do. Um, I find myself more often than not never putting the awning up.
0: Yeah, you don't take time to do it.
1: Yeah, and, you know I I feel like the weekends where I spend a whole weekend at camp, which is very few and far between. I will send the I will set the awning up and string lights across it, and you know all that sort of stuff. Um, but really. I only use my awning when it's raining, so I, it's a it's a it's a great product, and I do like it. But for the money that I paid for it and the amount that I use it, I feel like I wasted money on it.
0: Yeah, um, and to be even more fair, I didn't pay full price for that. Correct. I I bought it on sale. You did, Um, but it is a very good awning. It is. Who's it from? CVT. That's what I thought. Uh, CVT. They have. They are. They make great products. Yes. Great company. Yes. Um, I'm at the owner. I have and I I will say
1: I have used that awning in some pretty severe storms uh, in the mountains in the summer, and you stake that thing down. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, which is a, a testament. A nice, well, yeah, it's a testament to their quality, but it's also a nice thing to know that the metal hanging off the side of your truck is not <laughs> going to fly into your truck.
0: That's that's very fair.
1: fair. Um, I mean, i've I've had it staked down in storms that literally ripped a uh, brand who shall not be named tent away.
0: I don't even know what you are talking about. Oh, uh,
1: the brand we talked about earlier. We said we said their name once earlier in the podcast. It's a outdoor gear supplier.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they uh, don't they don't just a in house brand for yeah, the big company. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Literally, literally blew the tent away. Broke yeah. poles, ripped the fly, everything. Wow. All our stuff was soaked. We ended up driving home from Taylor Park that night.
0: Wait, so Oh, I remember and the, this and story. The, and the
1: awning was fine.
0: So that is a um wow. That's that really is a testament to the awning if if your ground tent got ripped away but your your awning was fine.
1: My awning was fine. Never moved.
0: Um, yeah, so this is a recreational and in- court equipment uh Incorporated, incorporated company. Yes. 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 <laughs> this what I was looking up just now. I believe it
1: was the base camp for Save Your Money. Something don't like buy that.
0: It. Something like that. It was a it was a it was a fourth uh style base camp type yeah. tent.
1: Yeah, big big fan of
0: ooh, Some sick. people are gonna be very confused by that and some people are gonna be <laughs> laughing like crazy at that.
1: Yeah. Highly <laughs> highly recommend big edge. It is an tent. Inc- it is an
0: incorporated recreational equipment company. Yes. <laughs>
1: that provides their members dividends.
0: Yes, which that part is nice. That part is great. You can buy into the co-op. Yes,
1: and it only costs you 20 bucks for life. So, I I mean, honestly, like we talked about earlier, emergency purchases, things like that. It's a great place. Yeah. You get a little kickback at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, when and if you use it. So, that's definitely nice. Um, Products you couldn't live without, man. Live with your them. awning is a product you could definitely live without. Yes. We do like the quality, yes. but don't use it enough to make it worth it. No. What's a product that, dude, you would pay anything for? Uh,
1: good sleeping bag. Facts. Good sleeping bag. And I don't mean that in a, uh, just, a just whatever fits good in your mind. Uh, as far as temperature ratings, things like that, a good sleeping bag will take you places you never thought you'd be able to go. Yeah. I, I personally have uh, marmot sleeping bags. okay uh, Down, 850 fill. Um, all my my sleeping bags were all bought for backpacking, so highly compressible down uh incredible warmth to weight ratio um i i don't think you could ever go wrong with buying a good sleeping bag don't go to don't go to walmart and buy a 20 degree sleeping bag for 60 dollars don't just it's like putting it's it's like anything else we buy right we want to buy quality stuff go spend the money on a good bag I know, I know, I, I can tell that. I can see that look. I know you got them sixty dollar Walmart sleeping bags, and that's I have an okay.
0: Amazon bag.
1: <laughs> that's okay.
0: I got, I got a Upgrade. rumple though.
1: Upgrade. I got a rumple though. Yeah. And it's sad when the blanket was more expensive than the sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Facts. It's uh, a, it's so a, Chris, it's a what's great your, blanket
0: though. What's your GovX login, bud? I'll go get me a big Agnes. <laughs> Oh, I'll give you my expert voice login. I know. I still have it saved. Cool. You haven't changed it in two know if years. I don't
1: allowed to say that either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, guys. I do not order stuff through his expert voice login. I have him order it for me. Yes. Um. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. After one year of he use, him using it. Yeah. Uh.
1: No, but, that'll cover most but for brands. real, uh, an item you can't live without, i I fully a good sleeping bag. That's fair, man. And and even, you know what I would say, too, is buy one that is warmer than what you think
0: you need. Bro, you can always unzip it. Because you can always unzip it. I'll tell you what. It is much, 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 much worlds better. It is uh, unbelievably better to be a little bit warmer through the night because your bag is too warm. And you than need to, to, to unfold cold. it and then refold it over you and then unfold it off of you than it is to be huddled up in it, shivering all night long. I know this from experience. We used to have a customer that made trailers. Well, oh. made, imported <laughs> trailers and claimed <laughs> that she made them. Uh, we did borrow a trailer. She, They were amazing people. I they love to say were, that. They were they great. Were, yes. Super nice, super awesome. Just crazy, lots of stuff going on in yes. their lives that were really off the wall. Uh, I actually
1: uh, just remembered I still have a tent from them.
0: Oh, yeah. It's on the trailer of our welding buddy. Yeah. Is this still in his backyard? Yeah. That thing is huge. Yes, it's massive. The thing is like six feet wide and 10 feet long. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, huge. and it's got
1: like a built-in annex and everything.
0: And it's like a fold-out.
1: Yeah. If anybody wants it, hit me up on Instagram.
0: It is crazy. It's canvas, too. It's like a Or like that rubberized canvas. Yeah. It's like yeah. super high quality. Yeah. No, these, ten, tent. these tents were. Tents were legit. Thousands and thousands of dollars. I think these tents were like $8,000 or 6000 is what she sold them for. Yeah. um But, yeah, I don't know. Either way, they're crazy, crazy high quality. Huge, though. You would put this on a trailer or a Super Duty because we put this on the bed of his Super Duty. He had a well, bed we, off of a we actually, 350. We
1: actually put it on my Tacoma with the bed rack. Yeah. And with the bed rack that I had and the lift and everything, uh, it Mid-height. was like it was like four or five inches too tall for the annex to sit completely flat on the ground.
0: Correct. So Which it's a three-inch lift on thirty threes. Yeah. And so you, if you have a DSCs maxed out on thirty fives, you're a lot better off. Yeah. But
1: or just build a nice little overland trailer and slap this thing on it.
0: An overland trailer on thirty fives would be fine. Yeah. Because they sit higher anyways. Yeah. He was it's also a, on a mid-height. It's
1: height. a great tent, though. It's a comfy mattress. Um,
0: you can leave your sleeping bags in it. Yeah, and clothes. And all your up. pillows yep. and anything you want. Full-size pillows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could have the whole setup. I think it was crazy high quality. But either way, they uh, I borrowed one of their trailers. I Do you remember this? Make
1: sure Mike still has this.
0: Do you remember that I borrowed one of their trailers like the third week of January? Yeah, and it was. We went up. We wanted to get a Gray Grayson Torres Peak trailhead. Yeah, I remember. So that. we were we were like, let's get to the fort. Let's go to the trailhead for a fourteener. er let's go to twelve thousand feet in mid January to go camping. Yeah, and I was from Florida, and I only had sleeping like I only you had comforters. Have, yeah, you didn't even have sleeping. Bags. Had no bags. Yeah, There's comforters, on, comforters and sheets only. Dude, I spent six hours backing down that trail because I couldn't turn around. We yeah, disconnected – we, we couldn't – I tied the trailer off to a tree to try and disconnect it from the truck, and I couldn't get it disconnected from the truck yeah. because it was so – the weight of the trailer, it wouldn't let me disconnect it. Because I was trying to, like – I hooked one end of the trailer up to a tree to swing it around in the ditch so it would basically spin all the way around and fall in the ditch. And so that I could take the truck and turn it around and drive back down and I would back up like 10 or 15 feet and hit the brakes and the trailer would slide into the ditch. And I could not back any further than that, bro. You know, that type of like desperation you're in when it's freezing cold and you're crazy, like you're like exhausted beyond belief and you get that like crying, you're like crying frustration, tears of, like, anger and frustration. Well, and I think it's
1: important to note, too, that we're factoring in uh, time into this
0: as well. And so, I mean, we're talking, uh, like. It's, like, 2 a.m. and it's Friday evening. Yeah, we're talking 2 a.m. and you hit the trail at 8. And I've been working all day. Yeah. And so it was, like, I worked all week. And then I think you (laughs) We can say this. Screw our previous employer. You let me leave, like, an hour early.
1: Oh, yeah. They don't know who we are.
0: yeah. I'm not about to work for them anymore anyways. They and so, won't let me work
1: for them anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, I worked all week and then loaded up the trailer. And then the next morning, one of her friends, which also on she was she was fine. She was amazing. But like her her friends were the real crazy ones. But uh was supposed to fill up the propane tanks and never did. And so the next morning we didn't even have propane for making food. And so it was bad. It was all night long we shivered. Uh get a good sleeping bag.
1: Get a good sleeping bag and always have extra propane.
0: Yeah, well it was all plumbed into the system. Yeah, I don't think I a one pound tank would have done much. I know. But yeah, it was uh we were using comforters on night. and honestly, like looking back on it now it could have been worse, and as dramatic as it sounds, like, yes, well, we would have left before this. We would have gotten the truck and turned it on and slept in the truck, but we could have died. Yeah. It was I mean, it was five degrees. The next morning, my socks, which were hanging five feet from me, were frozen in a U-shape to the point where I couldn't put them back on. Yeah. And I we mean, only had comforters, and we were shivering all it's night. It's
1: no joke. And so when I say a good sleeping bag— Go spend four, five, six hundred dollars on a zero degree sleeping bag. Yeah. Spend spend four hundred dollars on a zero degree sleeping bag and a hundred dollars on a rumple.
0: And if you can't, spend twenty dollars on a Walmart tent and then spend more on your sleeping bag and a rumple. Yes. Yes. And if you can't do that, spend a hundred dollars on a negative twenty Amazon bag. $100, not $20 on a negative 20 Amazon bag because that's fake. Yes. But spend as much as you can afford on the on lowest the... temperature bag you can and spend the money on a rumple. A branded that is one of the few I'm things I'm
1: serious, that is one of the greatest things that I have ever bought in my entire life. I own th- I own 4 of them now.
0: I have I have just the one the orange I own one four. still.
1: And and
0: there are very I, few things I'm super brand loyal to. Very few. Blue Ridge Overland. Blue Ridge Overland. <laughs> Rumple Blankets. Rumple Blankets. Baja Designs. Is Baja great. Designs. But I'm sponsored now by somebody else. Who? I had a conversation today. Actually, this is this is for people who've decided to listen two hours two and it's probably two and a quarter hours now. Uh, and two and a half. Two and a half into yeah. our conversation. Um. With this Mexico water project, Diodynamics Dynamics has decided to come on with a, as a full partner, both with lights and product, and potentially financially to help drill wells.
1: That's awesome.
0: They make American-made products. That is they awesome. They stand up to my requirements for quality. Which, have to cheers. Me cheers. To that. Congratulations, Cheers, brother. cheers,
2: cheers.
0: So cheers to that. Um, but no, I'm very strict on quality and they are one of the few companies with lighting that have met my quality requirements. So that's awesome. I, I'm happy to work with Diode Dynamics going forward on this. I am a dealer for them. Um, I'm not as big, a a, big of a dealer for them as I am for Baja. And so I still get better discounts on Baja and can offer better deals on Baja designs. I, Diode is still going to have to prove their self on that front to me because I am not a, you know, one deal and all of a sudden I'm a fanboy type of person. Right. Um, So, although this definitely helps their case, this is not a, you know, end all be all for them. Yeah. They still have to provide the customer service to me that I get with Baja. But, exactly. But, yeah, so uh, Blue Ridge Overland gear, Rumpel, Baja designs, and potentially dynamics yeah we'll see we'll see where they end up but there's some way i am very brand loyal to people to companies who prove themselves on every front that being quality customer service and their customer relationship to their end users not just their dealers yes because i've had baja overnight me products for people who needed warranty exchanges to go on a trip Yep. I've also had them take, like, multiple months to get me product on new orders. Right. So.
1: Well, and, you know, I mean, part of that is just the times. The world right? we live we, in. If you listen to the whole podcast, you heard some stuff I said earlier that I don't know if I should have said or not, but.
0: Not my precedent.
1: Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, honestly, and, and on this whole sleeping bag conversation as well. If you have any questions or any doubts, uh, feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram at cjclark92. Um, I'll give you an honest review for whatever you're looking at. Um, He's
0: a lot like me. Chris will give you a pretty blunt. I, I actually just messaged a client. Uh, I responded to his story. He was asking about different lighting. And I was like, bro, you want... The straight up hard truth about Baja versus Diode versus KC versus Rigid versus Vision X; those being the top five most well known American, yeah, American brands. Not all are made in America anymore of the five, but the top five American brands. I'll give you the hard truth. Yeah, and Chris will do the same thing with bags or yeah. with any camping gear, any, any outdoorsy over. Yeah, anything camping
1: gear. Yeah, anything under that umbrella. I've been using it for so long. Mountaineering. Yeah. You want boots, boot recommendations. You want tent recommendations. You want sleeping bags, stoves? Oh, I already know your
0: boot recommendation. What is it? Uh, la, la, su- la Sportiva. La Sportiva, yeah. Oh, man. I still need to get me a set. Dude, my freaking I, – I bought boots half a size too big for myself from Duluth Trading. Yeah. And they are about a size and a half too small. They hurt my feet so bad. asked Nick. I can't hike right now.
1: One, I, I mean, that's part of it too, right? You got to go try the stuff out. I and did.
0: And they felt fine in the store. But hiking, like actually going oh, on a yeah. hike? Yeah. Nope. And it's been, I bought them and then went through a bunch of personal stuff in my life where I wasn't hiking at the time. Yeah. Um, between being super busy with the company and super personal stuff, I just wasn't going out. Yeah. And so I didn't get to try them. And now it's been like, dude, it's been like six months since I bought them. Nine months and so. Well,
1: and, and uh, so I. One thing I will say about the recreational equipment incorporated <laughs> is uh, they do have a very good, amazing return policy as long as it's within a year. And I highly recommend. a Shameless plug. That's true. They're not paying us, but backcountry.com. Oh, lifetime. Is it lifetime? Has it always been? It's always been lifetime. Ooh. Always. You know, and, and with that said, obviously, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but, you know, respect, right? Like, yeah. don't just buy something for a trip and then return it.
0: That nah, it hurts us all, man.
1: Right? It hurts everybody.
0: And it hurts you in the long run, REI, whether used you realize it or not.
1: REI used to have a lifetime return policy on things, but people started to abuse it. So now it's down yeah. to year. Yeah, um, people
0: be like, I need money right now. I bought these boots a few years ago. Yeah,
1: I'm going to return them. I'm going to get some cash. I'll be able to pay rent. La Sportiva like, came out with that. a new type of don't boot. Don't do that. Don't do that. It hurts us all. It if, does. If, if you, you know, do your research. There's plenty of plenty of resources out there, backpacker, outside, all, all sorts of companies that
0: Chris, he's a good resource.
1: Yeah. Call me, <laughs> call me, DM me. I'll give you my number. You can call me anytime.
0: He probably won't answer.
1: Well, it depends if I'm
0: in front of a customer or not, but he, I'll call you He back. just doesn't answer my calls because he knows that we talk for two hours at a time. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> 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 We've now drank uh over half a bottle of this.
1: <laughs> it's good stuff, isn't it? I mean if seventeen ninety two. I mean,
0: seriously,
1: seriously twenty five dollars a bottle.
0: No, it is good. This is the what is what is this? Is it a whiskey or bourbon? What is it? It's this? a bourbon. Yeah, do you know the story about bullet bourbon? Where it came from, why it's the way it is. Like well, why
1: so I've heard there's a couple of different variations of this story.
0: So the, the owner the, left Maker's Mark. I'll the that.
1: one that I feel is most true okay. is that the owner actually worked at Maker's Mark.
0: Or the founder, we should say. Yeah, yeah founder. I don't know who the owner is. Yeah. We don't know
1: right now. Right. Founder worked at Maker's Mark and kept getting in trouble because he couldn't put the labels on straight. Correct. And so he left, started his own bourbon company, and decided that none of the labels would be on straight. And So if you go pick up any bullet bourbon or bullet rye bottle, the Correct. label is always going to be crooked because he was fired from Maker's Mark for not being able to put the labels on correctly.
0: My understanding is that to this day – and I'm, this could be completely wrong, this part of it. The rest of it I, uh, up to now, what you've said, I understand it's a straight fact. But my understanding, or the rumor has it, is that he has, or the tradition is – whichever way it is, um, whether it's him or tradition, employees from multiple parts of the company, even office workers, get put in a position where they have to go out and hand lay the labels so that they are not put on the same same way way. every time. So if you buy a bottle now, and let's be honest, if one person is doing it for eight hours, they will build muscle memory to do it and by the eighth hour, right? Yeah, basically. So if you buy way. five bottles right now from the same liquor store, chances are they're all gonna, they're gonna be from the, the same. same person, right? So that, you know, they're gonna be the same. But you buy one bottle from this liquor store, wait two weeks, buy one from another liquor store, wait two weeks, buy one from another, they're gonna be a tiny bit different. And I have tried this. I have one bottle here that's from Costco. I used to have another bottle here that was from Sam's that somebody gave me. It's the same size. The the true what what is this? The liter and a half? One it's seven a, five the the or yeah, well the handle, Half quote gallon. unquote. Quote unquote handle. This yes. one doesn't have a handle but yes. it's a you know, it's a handle size. Yes. And then I had a smaller one and I have a portable one is what I call it. It's the <laughs> it's a the five ounce one? No, 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 it's bigger. It's the five hundred. Oh. It's like the handheld one. And so it's not like a full bottle, it's like a, a handheld. You know, yeah. a water bottle versus a liter bottle. Right. Yeah. And so it's like the handheld. It's a small one. Yeah. And so that I used to keep in, in my truck, but uh it was my emergency whiskey. Yeah, or emergency t- bourbon.
1: Yes. That's <laughs> important That's the other most important gear you can't live without. Hey, we were just
0: talking about getting catfish. Not wait, what? No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I had um and all and the labels were all a little bit different. Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But yeah, yeah,
1: they're not you know, you're not gonna notice like a huge difference. But, they're not upside down. But yeah, and they're not, you know, stretching. Uh, vertically across bottom. But at They're first they horizontal. might have been. I bet they he did a have. few of them that I'm were
0: sure like, "Screw you guys!" And put yeah, he was that
1: pissed that he was gonna yeah. go start his own company. I'm sure he did a couple that were really
0: bad. But with bourbon, you have to wait how long?
1: Uh, at least
0: two years. Two years and a new barrel.
1: New charred oak. Has to be 51 percent corn.
0: And it has to be uh, under to 160 be, proof. It
1: has to be. Uh, yes. Barrel that less than 160 proof, bottled at more than 80
0: proof. Correct. Yep. Uh,
1: No natural additives. It has to be, or no additives in general. We talk about a waiting. You can't add color. It doesn't matter if it's natural or artificial. You cannot add anything. Yeah. If it's not in this distilling process, it can't be added.
0: By the time it goes in that barrel, it's done.
1: Yeah. You got to wait, but yeah, it's done.
0: Um. Yes, yeah, so that's taking <laughs> waiting loss to a whole new level. you got to yeah. wait two years. So I'm pretty sure that he was uh, cooled off by two years. I don't know. I don't, it, the man seemed him, pretty scorned. From, from maker's mark.
1: He seemed pretty scorned.
0: Yeah. I want to know more about that story.
1: Yeah, I kind of do too.
0: Bull, that's the reason that Bullet became my favorite bourbon is because of the story.
1: Bullet? Quickly became one of my favorite bur- bourbons, just, I feel like, the value of it. It's not a very expensive bourbon. True. It's a pretty easy drinking bourbon. Um, also true. Whether you mix it or drink it on the rocks or shoot it or whatever, it's pretty easy. Um, it's just a good bourbon.
0: Do you have a least favorite whiskey? A least favorite. And we can narrow that down to like amongst popular brands. Like, what's overrated? Uh, honestly, I'll get hate for mine.
1: I'm I'm gonna say Pappy. Really? Yes, Pappy is so overrated.
0: Spencer, can I try your Pappy now, bud? I need to know what this tastes like. I'm
1: actually I'm actually really curious to hear what Spencer says.
0: He has the other one. There's Pappy Van Winkle, and then what's the other one? From the same company, it's like something else. Fanwinkle,
1: uh, Rip Fanwinkle. Yeah,
0: so he has Rip right now. Yeah,
1: I've never personally been able to buy a bottle
0: of Pappy. Well, even if you had the money, there's (coughs) allocation restrictions,
1: right? But I've had Pappy when I've gone to bars that have had it, and I've paid lots of money for a single pour and things like that. And for I, a pour. and I take a sip, and I'm like, I paid this for this. Uh, there's that's so why 1792 is one of my favorites. I mean, this bottle, literally, this bottle. I don't remember the liquor store that I went to, but it was 25 dollars, and they had like 36 bottles.
0: Which, by the way, Chris, thank you so much oh, for course. bringing a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, whether you've admitted it or not, I heard that was but tradition. to donate, yeah, to donate it to the to the podcast, yeah. And here's the thing. I don't want guests on one time. I want most of my guests to come on multiple times throughout, you know, eventually it will be the course of years, but for now the course of months, right? So we'll probably have you on in a couple more months, a few more I months. I hope so. Yeah. And at which point, and you're still friends. You're always welcome over no matter what, but the whiskey will be here. And whether it's this one or one somebody else brought, everybody yes. benefits. Yes. So.
1: But I will say, I think, uh, I think a lot of the – Extremely high priced bourbons are actually overrated.
0: Okay. So for me, the most overrated, in my opinion, would be Jack Daniels.
1: It's not a bourbon.
0: Well, I mean, like, whiskeys are bourbons. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I agree. No, obviously. It's a a Tennessee whiskey. I'm not a huge Jack fan.
0: Yeah. First off, I wanna espresso my gratitude to the Navigo Coffee Company, our best, favorite, coolest, and only sponsor. So, hear me outright. I saw this joke recently that I've been thinking about a latte. Why did the coffee have to file a police report? Because he got mugged, (laughs) ha yeah I know it's stupid, but if you know me that's just a little bit of deja vu for you right there, alright for real, for real, let's bring this back down to the ground floor. Navigo Coffee is a small batch coffee roasting company owned and run by very good friends of mine Ryan and Megan out in California. Megan and Ryan are as in love with coffee as they are off-roading, outdoors, and camping. That's why they only roast with ethically sourced, high quality beans. We will be offering their coffee along with awesome starter kits, including branded mugs and gear through the Blaze Off-Road website here soon. But for now, head over to NavigoCoffee.com and sign up for their email notifications to be the first on the list for pre-orders of their newest batches. Also, give them a follow on the grind, I mean the gram, at Co. (laughs) I got a lot of stuff to do for this weekend. I will see all of you who are listening tomorrow because this will go out friday morning
1: you know what you know it's a bummer what i'm not gonna be here this weekend where are you gonna be my girlfriend and i are going to glenwood
0: that's what she thinks
1: (laughs) she's going to listen to this by the way is she really yes i haven't met her yet bud no no you haven't you will but she's going to listen to this. And what's her name? Lindsay.
0: Well, thank you for listening, Lindsay. Yeah. She's I can't she's, wait to meet you.
1: She's fantastic. You're gonna yeah. love her. Oh, I know.
0: You um, won't stop talking about her first off. But
1: <laughs> we're going to Glenwood this weekend, so I'm going to have to miss Riggs and Coffee and it kills me.
0: I'm gonna tell Mike at Spirit 1876 that you hate him. Um <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't do that. It's a good thing you're getting tuned tonight because I need to buy a lot more credits. Yeah, we have spend credits on tuning all y'all's trucks, so that's fine. Um, so the product that you couldn't live without was the sli- sleep bag. Sleep bag, a uh,
2: good sleep bag. Oh, and your favorite outdoor it, company was like Patagonia. We, like
1: we talked about, yep. DM me at CJ Clark ninety two if you have gear questions. He's tagged in my stories. I will shoot you straight.
0: Yeah. Um, next big purchase for you. Outdoors, off road, whatever it is. Bumper. A little bees. Little bees. Yep. You Bump, might as well bumper just, and winch. You might as well just keep that freaking. You know, winch.
1: I almost drove to Colorado Springs tonight to buy a pole pal.
0: A pole pal? Yeah, look it up. I think I know what it is. Yeah, it's basically a like uh, a handheld winch thing.
1: Well, it's like a winch anchor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it dicks yep.
1: into the ground and whatnot. Yeah, dude told me he was gonna sell it to me. How much? Three fifty.
0: Oh, that seems steep, though.
1: Yeah, it was a RW W sixteen hundred or something. They they retail for like seven hundred.
0: And you don't have a winch yet. No. Well, you but, have a winch. Well, I have a winch. Yeah, my winch. I
1: I don't have a way to mount it. <laughs> uh, I don't have a bumper. Uh, but I was gonna go down and buy it, and uh, he uh, apparently didn't want to wait until I got off work, which is fine, cause. Whatever,
0: yeah.
2: dude.
1: But uh, next big purchase, definitely a bumper and winch.
0: Okay. All right, so I think I know the answer to this, but there's multiple because we had different answers earlier. This was actually the only question we talked about before the podcast, I believe. Favorite thing you've bought under $100.
1: Under $100.
0: Yeah. Keep in mind, these are two separate questions. Under yes. 100 and under 25 are yes. two separate.
1: So for under 100 I'm going to say a good isobutane stove. Fair slash for for uh, I mean you granted you can buy one of those for less than fifty. Yeah. But um, I know MSR, Optimus, a couple of the companies out there. They What's make someone? kits.
0: I have, I have the Whisperlite International. Who yeah, is that? that's, a, that, well, that's, that's a great that's stove. MSI.
1: That it's a it's an MSR it's a multi fuel stove yeah uh but it's not a canister stove
0: it is not a canister stove so if and you it's a use, little more expensive I believe too it is it's it is between the one and two hundred mark uh
1: I believe so yeah yeah um so canister stove uses those typical cans of fuel that you see at isobutanes your, they're yeah
0: now available again
1: yes. Um, For a
0: short period, though, they were very, yes, very, they hard, were very to find. hard to um, find, near impossible. Yes, months, months went by without yes. you being able to buy them conveniently. Um,
1: a a a good isobutane stove doesn't matter whether you're camping, whether you're taking a long day hike, you're backpacking, whatever you want to bring a stove with you. They're super easy, super efficient. Uh little less efficient up here at the altitudes that we run into in Colorado, but and some of the temperatures, but yep. But a good isobutane stove um, slash cook kit, whatever, whether you buy them as a kit or whether you buy them separately, it's just a great thing to have. Um, Whether you're making coffee or you're boiling water to throw ramen in or to make a freeze dried meal or, you know, you, you can't do a ton of cooking, like actual cooking on them
2: not it's, really it's
1: really hard to control temperatures and things like that
0: but it's all kind of pasta stuff
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's soups and noodles and you know yeah. that it, things you water-based stuff yeah. yeah water stuff um but a good <laughs> isobutane stove i mean i there's one in my year around straight with, up youtube with
0: video uh let's try to make steaks and burgers on them sure We'll make a YouTube Absolutely, video. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll, yeah, we'll just we'll see what's
0: actually possible because you know what? There might be ways to mitigate that high heat. Oil, for example, olive oil. Oil. Yeah, you're gonna be on and off the temperature. Well, and you might
2: you, not
1: want to use an olive oil, but well, that's uh, why I use vegetable. Coke. I don't like, like that. vegetable oil. Yeah, but it's got I a higher coconut. smoke
0: point. Yeah, but I use coconut or olive oil.
1: Yeah, but a, but or a good, butter, but a good. I only
0: use butter for steak, though. To be fair, oh, yeah. everything else is vegetable. Yeah. olive oil.
1: But a good, a good little. Uh, i'm gonna I'm gonna say the pocket rocket because that's yep. one that I think everybody's cheap affordable you can buy pretty anywhere. familiar with I think you can get it for like 40 45 maybe 50 bucks uh it's a good stove if you want to make coffee in the morning before you go hike a 14er if you want to make coffee before you guys hit the trail if you want to make ramen when you're at night before you go to bed i you know yes coffee it's very important everybody knows about
0: it Navigo coffee company guys we're gonna have it Tomorrow at Spirit 1876. And so.
1: Pick up a bag.
0: Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We only have a few bags too. Super, super limited run. Blaze Your Trail Podcast. Fire Road Blend. Get it? Fire, Fire Road, Road Blend. Yep. Because we've got the uh, fireball. Dude, you're so clever. I try my best. Man. We're going to need more though. Does that fun.
1: count as a pun?
0: Fire Road Blend? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like maybe. It's just Blazer creative. Trail. It's just a little creative It's okay. all. It's not quite a pun. It's not quite there yet. But yes,
1: less than 100 bucks. Yeah. Isobutane stuff.
0: Less than
2: 25
1: Less than $25. i am honestly, I'm going to say headlamp.
0: And? Slash best, headlamps. Uh, yeah, the best ha- headlamp in my is the opinion. the one that you have. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> the best one in my opinion, if you don't have one yet, and you want one to just hang in your vehicle on a molly panel, Head up blazeoffer.com for your money solutions. You're gonna say oh. the
1: Streamlight Bandit, aren't
0: you? <laughs> Streamlight Bandit. And actually ah, the I Pro. They have a Pro. It's the oh, yellow one. It's that. a full yellow body. Okay. Um, that's the difference. The well I mean, obviously there's more differences, more battery capacity, more more light output, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's yellow. The Streamlight Bandit is black. And you can buy them on Amazon and they're super cheap. And I make no money off that because I don't have affiliate links yet, but I will, and maybe I will by the time I post this in a day and a half. Yeah. But Streamlight Bandit, awesome product, dude. I I've, have I have I've like got, four of them. They're I, twenty
1: bucks. So I, I think I have one Streamlight Bandit Pro.
0: We used to get them for free at our old job too. Yeah. So
1: so I have one of those. Um, but honestly, it it doesn't matter whether it's a Streamlight, it's a Black Diamond, it's a Petzl. It it doesn't matter if that's true. If you're on Amazon and you find a three pack of headlamps for twenty four dollars. Whatever the best the best thing you can buy is a good headlamp.
2: Yeah, because it's not only good. Can,
1: it's not yeah. And I I mean I I will always stress quality over quantity. I mean one black diamond or Petzl headlamp or or Streamlight Bandit Pro over a Amazon brand uh, or or over three Amazon Bandit or Amazon headlamps for
0: that price. Which is why I like the the Bandit Pro. Yeah, it's a it's it's USB a, rechargeable. Yep. Super charging basic, super truck, simple.
1: Get one of your overhead molly panels and strap at, that thing on there and throw a USB port off there and yep. you're good to go. And you always full, have a fully charged headlamp.
0: Correct. And at full brightness, the thing literally only lasts for maybe an hour and a half. But at half brightness, it lasts for a little more than double that, three and a half hours, maybe four. Yeah. But if you're charging it, like keep in mind, most of us build our trucks to have dome lights and or rock lights on our roof rack. So we have ambient lighting in general, and then we can buy lamps for our tents, lamps you know, lamps for around wherever our cooking area is. Hang lights. I know Chris has string lights that he hangs around camp, and so
1: they're a little more than twenty five bucks. They're thirty dollars.
0: Correct. Revel. And they're also from Amazon, and so yeah. yeah, Revel from Amazon, and so you have different solutions for lighting, but with the headlamps. You do not need to buy a $200 super fancy black diamond top of line interchangeable battery headlamp. If you want to and you have and you find a need to, by all means, absolutely, we love to have your money in this industry and we love to have your business no matter where or who it's with in this industry, yeah, the outdoor industry that is. But for the vast majority of you, a $25 streamlined oh, – dude, I'll look it up right now. Streamlight Bandit or Streamlight Bandit Pro. And keep in mind, they have all of the Streamlight X models, have a rechargeable – what's what's the 1024 – what's the name of that battery? The big one? Oh, I don't remember, I don't what, remember what it, it remember is. off the top of my but head. But they have a USB rechargeable battery in all of the X models. So that includes their – Stryon. The Stryon. Uh, the Protac X.
1: Protac.
0: It's all the X models. Stinger. I don't think they're – no, no, no. no the, St- the Stinger and Stryon don't have – the X, it's like, it's the same. It's the interchangeable battery. Oh, it's like okay. that battery will go in the Lantern, the Protac X. One of the gun models, it's a bigger flashlight for the gun. Um, it has an X model battery, which I dude, the last time I changed the battery in my AR light. I don't like those things last forever. You never I, use I, them.
1: I have a Streamlight HPL.
0: Is that a pistol or a rifle one? It's a rifle one. I don't even know what we all uh, have, but all of us have. The but same I want to say
1: I put new batteries in that maybe six years ago, and I haven't had to change them since.
0: Oh, I have a newer light than that, but, but still,
1: but a good headlamp, and you don't have to run it at full power.
0: That's, it's nice it, to run it at full power. And it you'll, is. You'll turn it on, and they it usually is. the streamlights turn on at full power and yes. then dim. Yes. And, so, and that's but, actually a tactical feature is how they describe that.
1: But run, run your headlamp at medium or f- or low power, and I tell you, you will get tremendous battery life. You'll have plenty of light, you know. Yeah. And then if you need to turn it up, turn it up, and that's fine.
0: So this is this is interesting. I'm looking at Amazon right now. Streamlight, uh, six one seven hundred, so six one seven zero zero Bandit. Is USB rechargeable, obviously. Oh, so this is the hat clip and a less. Th- that's how all yeah, of them don't. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They're, the they're a hat clip, but they come a hat with a headband. Clip. Yeah, it's so it's twenty two sixty three for the pro model, um, and it's more expensive at twenty nine for the traditional. Model. And all of you know, Amazon's based on who's listing the product and how much they're listing it for it has nothing to do with the actual manufacturer a lot of times, right. and so. The Amazon so, Choice is the traditional model. Oh, this no, it is listed as a Bandit Pro for twenty nine. Maybe the color doesn't affect it anymore, or maybe the pictures don't matter. It's probably just the pictures. Um. But no, yeah, you're, yeah, it's the pictures. That's what it is. Cause they have pictures of the yellow one. So it's thirty bucks for the Bandit Pro. Uh, twenty to twenty three dollars for the traditional Bandit. Twenty to twenty five. Dude, you're talking about thirty bucks for a headlamp. Yeah, that I have four of. And yeah. I don't know where three of them are. Yeah, like I have, I have one and, of them in my truck. And they're I'll tell almost you, disposable. Yeah, and they are amazing. Am- they are lifesavers. Go yes. chop wood, turn it off while it you're walking back. Doesn't matter what back. you're doing, cooking. That's another thing.
1: Cooking, walking be, to camp. Be, be going very to the intentional
0: about your battery life. Yes. Turn the thing off. You're turn going to, to the bathroom. Make sure you're not going to snap on a stick. Snap on a stick. What? Am I snap second? on a stick. Yeah, they're going to step say, on a stick. Say, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm talking about Biden. What? what? Um, you're going <laughs> to make sure you're Told not gonna you that 1792
1: step. is good. Step
0: on a snake. Do not step on a snake. No step snake. And then turn off your headlamp. Yeah. And I'm only talking about going to the bathroom for some yeah, reason, but, turn, but if turn you're it carrying off. wood back to camp, turn it on low. Turn it off real quick, turn it on low, utilize those, utilize those options. Be intentional in 2022. Yeah. Make so, your headlamps last. Yeah. Hashtag. This lamp. is not make a battery lives yeah. this matter This is make your yeah battery. Oh my gosh, canceled. Hashtag blazer trails canceled. Battery <laughs> lives matter. <laughs> make 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 your batteries last. I again.
1: I guarantee, if everybody that listens to this podcast runs their headlamps on low power, they will not notice a difference.
0: No, and after if, the first fifteen seconds, in, you in don't the light the that they,
1: their headlamp puts out. Yeah, And it will last them t- two, three, four, sometimes ten times as long. Dude, some of those look, headlamps look will the last specs. for a very long time on look at, low. Look at the specs. You put your headlamps on low, they will last you way longer than they will on high, and I guarantee you don't need it on high.
0: Absolutely correct. No, some of these headlamps last a stupid amount of time on high. Um, yeah, here we go. This is it. High, 180 lumens, runs four and a half hours. Personally, I think it runs two hours, but I don't know for sure because I never run it full-time. I turn it on and off, and it lasts multiple trips. So, high, 180 lumens, four and a half hours. Low, 35 lumens, 21 hours. 21 hours. 21 versus four and a half. Emergency flash mode, 180 hours. Yeah. That is ridiculous. If you
1: need to put it on high, put it on high. But if you don't need it on high, leave it on low.
0: Let's talk about...
1: And and let's talk about headlamp etiquette while we're at it. Oh, do not look at me. I swear, if I, you have mm, your bro. headlamp and you stare at me in the eyes with your headlamp, I'm
0: going to be look, so mad. I can throw a bullet at roughly 80 feet per second, but my gun can throw a bullet yeah. at roughly 1,600 feet per second. So, let's talk about this etiquette real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, do I'm dead serious. Do not look me in the face. If we're sitting look around at a campfire. My, bro, you want to look at, you know, why are you looking at my knees? If it's we're because sitting you have a headlamp a campfire.
1: on. <laughs> yeah, if we're sitting at a campfire, there's no reason your headlamp should be on high. It shouldn't be on at all. And you should not have it pointed in my face.
0: No. If you have a headlamp on, do not look at me. I don't want to. No. I don't want you to look at me. No. Your eyes better be doing some crazy move where I think you look like a demon because your eyes are looking straight out the side of your face. And I
1: guarantee you any he- mm, any headlamp you're going to buy is going to have an adjustable vertic- vertical.
0: Except the Bandit. The Bandit no, is the not. No, bandit, the Bandit mm-hmm. does.
2: No.
1: Yeah, it does. No. Because it's a, a hat clip at the same time.
0: Well, the hat clip, but not on the – I've never used a hat clip. Mine are gone. My hat clips are – Dead and gone.
1: Yeah, but the the you put the elastic band through the hecklet
0: No, I don't. I do that. I run wow. it straight through the back of it. All right, well, but that that, could, that, that angles could it wrong. down. You have it it's about three feet away. At yeah. a, it's like a forty five degree yeah. angle the bandit is.
1: Pay pay attention to where your headlamps are shining. Yeah, which means That's all we're saying
0: your head faces down, your eyes look up. Yeah, just like I'm. Mean, you see how I don't yeah. have the best audio with or, my mic right or now. Or just turn it off. This is headlamp etiquette with my mic right now.
1: <laughs> or just turn it off that works too. correct
0: yeah so headlamps are an amazing product for 125 bucks we just spent way too long talking about those
2: we, hey, could, we already talked we about could,
0: this last we could
1: while? have a full episode on headlamps
0: we could because headlamps honestly are a great product
1: they really are I, yeah. I mean it doesn't matter what you're doing going to the bathroom chopping wood fixing your truck whatever it is yeah um, I I carry, like, seven headlamps in my truck at any time.
0: So I learned that I used to carry way more. Same with gloves. I went through my bin today. Nick bought my old uh, ditch lights, my old S1s off my truck, my Tacoma. And so I have 12 rock lights, the S1s, and a couple, like, my radios. That's why I have the radios in here is because I'm measuring them out for brackets for the F-150. But I, um, yeah, guys, it's late. Damn, it's, I just yawned. Yeah, it's 12. I can't believe
1: you. I just yawned it's on a podcast. That price
0: is wrong. That, that price. That time on the TV is wrong. Is it really? It's an hour off. It's 12.30 right now.
1: Holy cow.
0: Wait, did we go over Dream Trip? I don't think we did. We didn't do dream, dream Trip. We did favorite trips going up, all that. But yeah. what is your dream trip? Regardless. Highway. Dude. Does it matter what time of year for no. you? Me too. Dalton Highway. That's mine too. Well, my dream trip is Trans-American. I want to do the whole trail. Yeah. But I want to do it with Dalton Highway, which some people do with Dalton. Some people do other parts of Alaska. I want to do, like, I want to do tip to tip. I want to do Miami, the ocean of Dalton Highway all the way up north, all the way down Trans-American, all the way to the southern tip of Chile.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I I think... Uh at least for now my dream trip stalled my way.
0: Actually it's Argentina who owns the, is that Argentina or is that Chile? I don't remember. I watched the X overlay there's, there's only one
1: country in there. my mind.
0: Mexico. The United States. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you think I don't know. Uh so the southernmost tip it's a ton of islands down there, dude. It's worse than the keys. Like it is a stupid amount of islands. Um it would be a Chilean island though. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the southernmost tip of South America would be owned by Chile, not Argentina.
1: Yeah. Dream tip dream trip, Dalton Highway.
0: Yeah. Dream Expedition. Would that be the full American or Pan American trail? Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Yeah. All right, guys. I
1: I will also say though, I I would love to do the Pony Express. I know you guys. I know you guys are going. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to take that much time off of work, but you I would have love to take to do two it.
0: days off work, buddy.
1: Just two days.
0: A Thursday, oh, a Friday and a Monday. Oh, or know. a Thursday, Friday, and Monday, three at most.
1: To get out, and then i got to drive back.
0: Uh-uh. No, because it's going to be it, – it's 680 miles of off-road is what we did last year. And so that takes about three and a half days. But it takes – we take a whole day to get to Salt Lake, and so that would be Friday for you. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Sunday – yeah, so I guess you take three days off total. Okay. So it, Friday, it'd be Monday, Tuesday. Yeah,
1: and Tuesday would drive back from California to
0: Colorado. You wouldn't have to go all the way to you could go. It'd be from Tahoe, and so right. you'd be taking I eighty across, right. and you take I eighty to like Salt Lake, and then head down, um, diagonally down to seventy. Yeah. yeah, and then you could be back to work on Wednesday. So it's three days. I mean, obviously you have other stuff going on. Your family's I've, back I've in s- Indiana. I have so. seventeen
1: days this year.
0: What? That is not like our old employer. Nope. You're on year two. You have 17 days off?
1: 17.
0: What in the world? I don't even have 17 days off. My boss is a jerk, I swear. Yeah. I've (laughs) met him. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, (laughs) you can figure it out. All right. Yeah. Uh. Are there any new hobbies you want to get into this year?
1: New hobbies?
0: Yeah. You want to try mountain biking? Paddle you boarding? Know, I would,
1: I would actually, I would, I would really enjoy trying to get into mountain biking.
0: Yeah? Um,
1: yeah, I would. Because it's, it's, I mean, I feel like it's something that, especially, especially if you're living in the Front Range.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to do here. There's
1: a lot of mountain biking trails. There are. Um, And I, in particular, live in Golden.
0: You're – and Dude, one of my favorite trails is up the road from one of your customers that is an off-road company. Yeah. Uh, So there is a – I'll just say the mountain – it's White Ranch is the mountain biking area. It's not a state park or something. In between Boulder and Golden. Yeah. It's barely out. It's on the northern edge of Golden. Like It's right there in Golden. Yeah. Um. and you shuttle up and then ride down and it's funny because one of my friends actually one of our customers he worked for a brewery and the owner has been yes. a good customer mine. amazing yes. dude um, uh, I, tangerine cream ale is my favorite oh, it is so good and I'm not even saying the name of the I'm, brewery I'm a bigger fan of the
1: Juicy Banger but there you go some of, some of y'all
0: will figure this out you will
1: all figure it out
0: a Juicy Banger and Tangerine Cream I am a massive fan of Tangerine Cream. The owner is an amazing dude, super cool dude. Yeah. His employees are all super cool. Yep. We loved them, um, and they weren't great customers of ours either. They bought like one or two and like it wasn't like special, oh we love
1: special them special order kid cards.
0: Yep, it wasn't like oh we love them because they're great customers. It was like they're just cool people, and so uh, no great customers, good good people, whatever, blah blah. blah. But it, I uh, I went mountain biking with him and. I told him, I was like, dude, I'm out of shape right now. I'm very, very – at the time, I was very, very out of shape. Right now, I'm a little bit better off, but still in, you know, the halfway point, basically, to where I want to be. And I was like, dude, I'm, like, I'm not going to be able to keep up on the uphills. I promise you, I can't. Like, if you're at all in shape, I can't But I'll up. kick
1: your ass on the downhills.
0: I caught up to him and passed <laughs> him. And he was like – he's like, bro, I can tell you're a rider This guy's got skill. He's like, I can tell you know how to – he's like, at first, I had no idea – He's like, we're riding uphill, and I'm like, this dude's got a fancy bike just to show off, blah, blah, blah. And my bike's still an aluminum frame. I don't have a carbon bike, guys. But he was like, oh, yeah, you know, this dude's got all this, you know, nice suspension and drivetrain and blah, blah, blah. He's just showing off. He doesn't really have the skill. And we got going downhill, and he was like, this dude's launching (laughs) four-foot drops. Yeah. At full blast at 240 pounds. Like, just – well, I mean, you know, mountain,
1: mountain biking is one of those things we talked about when I was your boss.
0: And we did look at cheap. We did look yeah. at your discounts you could get with uh, Diamondback. Diamondback. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was I was looking into bikes. But, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, honestly, aside from you, I don't really know anybody else in my bikes.
0: You know, I don't know many people either, but the ones who do are super faithful to it and go a lot. Yeah. And so it's like if you want to go, I've got three people you can message right now and I guarantee they're going. Yeah.
1: And so, I, I, I do feel like that would be something that I would enjoy. And um, it's
0: super great for exercise, man.
1: Well, yeah. And according to my doctor, I should do that more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As we both drink whiskey. <laughs> Sitting on a couch.
1: But, no, I I, I, I think mountain biking. Uh, I picked up fly fishing, oh, I want to say maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Um I would really like to take a lesson and get better at it.
0: At fly fishing? Yes. So I have a fly rod. Yeah. I have some stuff. I had a client trade me a tune for a ton of fly gear. And he was like, here you go. And I got a ton of stuff. And I would love to go. Actually, you know what? No, I have a couple clients who are amazing at fly fishing. And I Let's should go. reach out to them. And they should teach us how to fly fish properly. Yeah. Because I've gone off of 67. And I didn't yeah, catch right anything but right bushes.
1: Right along the South Platte there. Mm-hmm.
0: And I had that call it south the app for north Colorado. Platte. I don't know. I had the app for Platte. Colorado. We're just gonna call it the Platte. Yeah. It was um north of Deckers on sixty seven. Yeah.
1: I can't remember what if that's no. north or south.
0: I don't know. I think it's south. I was south is past that intersection where you turn on to the main road that goes up two eighty five. It's probably north. That's where the road yeah. runs along the river the whole way. Oh. Too many rivers.
1: Too many creeks. Too many
0: roads. Too many roads. Too many people. Too
1: many people. We need to move to Montana. Too many people.
0: Too many people. Not enough fish. Yeah. Move to Montana. But,
1: uh, yeah, I would love. I've got uh, I've a few connections in the fly industry as well. Cool. And I, w- I would love to uh, to actually learn. How to fly fish without watching YouTube videos. Because it's really I like hard. It's really hard.
0: <laughs> it's really hard to practice to, fly to fishing watch, in my living room, guys. It's really
1: hard to watch YouTube videos on fly fishing when I'm on the river. Yeah. And it's really hard to pl- practice fly fishing in my living room.
0: Look, guys. We both live in apartments. All right, We are not high rollers. No. And our living rooms are not 20 feet tall. No. And when it comes to fly fishing, I'll hook... Everything on my walls in this place, <laughs> but I will hook nothing the in the All the sound river.
1: insulation is coming down. Shh, we don't tell people. Oh.
0: <laughs> no. We, we definitely told people. I have sound deadening all over the place, and hopefully yeah. it's mitigating the echo.
1: It's all coming down.
0: The only reason this wall doesn't have any is because this wall is going to get a massive um, mural painting on it of a buffalo. And it's actually going to be a photo. It's a photograph we're printing. Um, so it's going to massive like four by eight printed photo, canvas photo of Buffalo for my buddy during a sunrise, Kyle. And so um, every other wall has sound deadening. And you talk in the direction of the sound deadening too. I need to put bass straps in the corner, blah, blah, blah. But me and Sam will get a nice place with a full-blown studio that's going to be completely sound deadened with zero oh, reverb. Yeah. So yeah, if this place had 80% reverb before, because I do have carpet and furniture, had 80% before it, probably is 30% now. So,
1: which is way better than 80%. is all
0: right, guys. Appreciate everybody listening. No,
1: no, dude, we need like four more minutes. <laughs> I also want people to let us know if they listen to all four hours.
0: So, how do we do that? I don't know. If you listen to all four hours, Chris
1: will give you a sticker. What sticker? A really cool sticker
0: from who. Company I work for. Well, at least you're not giving away free blaze off
2: road stickers. <laughs> so <laughs> if you've listened the I was all gonna say actually,
1: actually I will buy Blaze Off Road stickers and donate them to anybody who listens to all four hours.
0: I'll give you a so we have to good say like deal like a, on them. We have Chris. to
1: say like a code word at the end. They have to like message Hey, you. if
0: you want a free Blaze Off Road sticker, DM uh Blaze Off at Blaze Off Road. Actually, DM Blaze Your Trail Podcast. Yes. Or DM C.J. Clark, Clark 92. 92. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. We've had way too much 1792. <laughs> we're going to go uh, probably eat some more food because I have some more chicken parmesan that I cooked up. And tune my truck. And we're going to tune his truck in the middle of the night yep. and uh, drink some more whiskey. So everybody have a good night. or Well, actually, have a good day if you're listening at 5 a.m. Uh, Casey, that's you. Shout out. Are
1: you dropping this at 5 a.m.?
0: every? So I drop it at 5 a.m. on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays.
1: 5 a.m. Denver time?
0: Yeah. Okay. Or no, Eastern time. Eastern? Yeah. Good night. I don't wake up for that. It's auto set. I mean, I wake up for that. I'm super committed, guys. Listen to it <laughs> at 5 a.m. <laughs> don't miss it. Yeah. So... All right, guys, I really appreciate everybody listening for real. We've had an amazing time tonight. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Our question bank took four hours to get through because we've talked about a crazy amount of tangents and all kinds of great stuff. Um, shoot us a message if you want that free sticker. If you listened all the way to the end, just hit us up, guys. We'll throw a stamp on the envelope and send you a couple free stickers, all right? Thanks, um, do, I do appreciate-
1: That was so much fun.